Scenes. Oh my goodness. We're here. We're here. Again. Again. Back at it, it again. It keeps going. It never ends. It never stops. Oh my god, hello, The dubs Graham. keep rolling. Hello, Ewan. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. A bit sweaty, but... A bit sweaty. It's hot out there today. It's been a hot day. Yeah, a lovely day outside. So um, we're in recording a podcast. We're in recording, guys. <laughs> I'd say we're hotboxing. It's actually reasonably temperate. I just sweat True. I'm, I'm a big sweaty person. I, ju- I sweat too, yeah. I'm constantly nervous. It's a thing. Oh, yes, always. I'm, I'm afraid. If you, you have to live in fear. You, you do. Do you know what I mean? You're always, we're always on. Keeps, keeps me on edge. You're always on. Oh, oh but we're back for our many episodes of the Scenes Podcast. Yes, what's what's on today's agenda, you? What's on today's agenda? Well, so, at the time of recording, mm. uh, we've just witnessed the premiere of uh, Ahsoka. I've witnessed it. You've not watched it I, yet. It's true, actually. I've not watched Ahsoka yet. Uh, I'm, me and my partner are watching Rebels all the way through first. They're deep in the rewatch. And, yeah, we are deep in. We'll probably be done it soon. Yeah. We've got a season and a half left, and then season four is like a shorter season. Yeah. But, you know, we've mentioned multiple times Star Wars throughout all the episodes. That's a thing we like. It's a thing we, we like, and uh, you know, we, we thought we'd sort of get into it a bit. Get into that a bit, yeah. Just do some Star Wars Why episodes. Not? Just do a sort of like a broad, yeah. Like an, over, an overall look, look at it, give our opinions. I don't know. I don't think we should rank it. I think okay. instead we should. I think we could rank it within the trilogies. Yeah, I guess. The, the way we're going to speak about it is the trilogies, when I guess. We're done. We could do like a final like, yeah, summary. That would make sense. And then these. Because the plan is uh, to do separate episodes for each of the eras. Yeah. So we'll, we're, today we're going to talk uh, about the, the, the prequels. prequels. Yes, the prequels. Prequels and Clone Wars as well. Yep. They're kind of folded in. Sort of the relevant content. The next one, I guess, I would be the originals. Like, any games and books and that that are relevant. You know yeah, I mean? you you know more about that. Uh, I suppose I can chuck in little bits and pieces. That yeah. that's not like a full analysis, but yeah, the, the movies and the shows are the biggest. We would talk about High Republic here, but we don't really know a lot about it. I guess. Oh, yeah, I I'm so eager to get into High Republic. I'm so so eager. It's just I have like trouble reading. Like, and there's a lot to read, but it's all good stuff. Yeah. And then, then I jump in at random points. Like I ha- I started the book Cataclysm, which is the second book of Phase Two. There you go. And I have Light of the Jedi, but I've not read it, because I'm just evil. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll, we'll obviously do an episode on the, like, the original trilogy era, and then yep. an episode on the there's sequel a lot, trilogy era. There's a lot in there. The sequel's probably the most bare, because I haven't like, filled that out a lot. The ranking time there, because yeah. you know, we'll, 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 that'll be the end of it. But yeah, there's a lot to talk about, uh, the, the first and the second. Obviously, you know, it's longevity, you know, we've been with these a lot longer. And ah, yeah. There's uh, a lot more demand for certain things than now. And yeah, it'll just be like a hearty sort of back and forth, like what yeah, we think about it. I think so. And yeah, I like that idea. We'll do like a ranking then. We'll, we'll touch base when we're done and maybe we'll tier list it or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure like by the end of this, it'll be battle scarred with like ridiculous galaxy brain takes and all that. Because maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What are we, 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 we're, 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 we're talking Star Wars. Star Wars. We're not exactly breaking new ground here. That's true, Ewan. Uh, it's quite true. I am... Um, the hot takes have been said already. Yeah, the hot takes have been said. I, I don't think we're going for takes to be fair. I, it's just, we like Star Wars. What do we think about Star Wars? True. And we'll mint about it. And then, you know, by the time as well, we get through it all. Ahsoka might be wrapping up. Most likely. We record reasonably enough, so we might maybe sparse one or two in between. Because, mm. uh, yeah, we'll probably do an episode on Ahsoka as well. Yeah. Yeah, so... I keep saying yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Hawk's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it's you know why I'm yeah a lot because Star Wars is like a um, you know, it's like a, a woof, the yeah. hell goes up because like Ewan like 
says he likes it, he actually hates Star Wars like so much. It's true. And when I say I like Star Wars, I mean I hate it. And when yeah. I say I hate Star Wars, I mean I love it. Exactly. It's a complicated relationship. Star Wars is, is a humongous thing. It's Very a big. huge, huge thing. Yes. What we'll just do first then is, Graham, yes. what do you think of Star Wars? What do you think of Star Wars? I quite like Star Wars as like a concept. As a concept? Yeah. Taking like the cool Japanese samurai style and just blowing it up into like cool space wizard shit is kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll, we'll can maybe even look at that even more when we get to the New Hope stuff, but yeah. I mean, from the get-go, uh, mm. they really had something cooking there. Yeah, definitely. George Lucas wanted George to Lucas do Flash kinda, Gordon by way of, like, Hidden Fortress. I just had, like, some crazy vision, and it kind of just worked. It kind of just, like, all came together. Aye. Nobody thought it would. Everybody worked on it hated it. But here we are. Here we are. How long? 40 years later? Um, 50? We're, yeah, we're pushing, like, because it's just had the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Was it 78? Uh, I think it was 78, yeah. It's got a bit about there, I think. So, it's been with us a long time. It's beat Star Trek. It's the best star thing. 77. 77, damn. Right, there you go. That's like an interesting thing to talk about in the modern era. Go I on. think you could... Uh, I prefer it to Star Trek. Although Star Trek has this... I've not seen Star Trek. That's fair. I've not really been into it, but my dad likes it, so I've always mm. had a, a, ter- a tertiary awareness of it. Yeah. And I, I'm very linked into like pop culture online and like things that even I'm not necessarily watching that, I still hear a lot about. And yeah. I'm, Star Trek is super dependable, I think, right now. Well, you know it's going to be good. Yeah, they're, 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 right now they're putting out a, a, a carefully constructed chain of, like, I hear people like, I mean, Beyond's there's maybe good. some debate, like, like, Picard's good, Discovery's good. The crew, all like, that nonsense, uh, yeah. Like, Lower Decks, the cartoon is actually yeah. good. Uh, they're doing um, Strange New World or Brave New Worlds. Right. Uh, Strange New Worlds, which is the one, like, uh, about the guy before Picard or... Oh, right. I can't. I'm gonna start throwing out names a bit. Something I know nothing about. Right. Okay. But the point is, I've just seen people constantly praise it. It's dependable. Right. It's reliable. Apparently, it's very good at keeping up the momentum of like what Star Trek could be at its peak. Right. Okay. And this has now just become a Star Trek episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but yeah, I mean, like, I think in the long run, like Star Wars won for brand recognition and that. Yeah. Because that's yeah, it's it's a a great like film concept and all that, but it, mm. it's. It's a really great expansive universe. I'm not saying it's the best expansive universe. It didn't create or pioneer it in such yeah. a way, but it's been consistently and constantly fleshed out in a way that, that targets in the best ways. You know, like you, you're a kid watching Star Wars, mm. you're buying all the toys, you're reading all the books, yeah. and you're really getting dug in there, and then you grow up, and then you're looking at like the newer things. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're sticking in with it, uh, even when it goes and when it comes back. I uh, it, was, it was my dad that got me into Star Wars. My dad gets me into quite a lot of things, actually, in fairness. I've got to give him the credit. Fairs. He was humongous on Star Wars. He talks all the time about the toys. I've seen his original Kenner Millennium Falcon. Ooh. Uh, it's, I don't know how sellable it is because the box is worn down after ah. years in the dust, but it's it's just like beautiful to it's see. Going, um, going strong. It's just like a lovely piece of equipment, those old toys. Damn. I could sit and do an episode just to myself about toys and just talk <laughs> to thin air about True. it. True. I mean, you not saying you wouldn't care, but it'll be a while where I'm just really like getting like factoids about like the fucking Imperial Troop transports for Rebels being based on like old Kenner toys or like yeah. in one episode of Rebels the Tie Fighter ones pop off, which was an action feature of the original Kenner Tie Fighters. Uh, it's just it's it's a really great universe. It's the aesthetic style sort of popped in my head there. Right. I don't know what it is that Star Wars has done so well, but mm. it's really just great to look at. It's uh, like the ship designs yeah. are, are quick and iconic. Mm. They all have such a great like look about them. Yeah, a great like shape and texture. And that even just back to the originals, like the X wings for the good guys, the yep. Tie Fighters for the bad guys. Yeah, like you everything's see so it, you know. like aye, like Darth Vader 
Yeah, bad guy. Holy shit, Darth one Vader. One of the best bad guys ever. Darth Vader's like literally one of the most recognisable like fictional characters of all time. He's yeah, yes. Fucking Spongebob and Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I, I, I really like Star Wars a lot. I think we're obviously not old enough to have got in with it no, at the originals. We got in at the second phase. We got in at the second phase, so we're like, we're like prequel era. Like I got into it when it came back, and my dad was like, holy shit, Star Wars is back. Like it's here. And we watched them on video. Yes. Uh, I think I still have my videos of them somewhere. Um, one up there. I say mine, it was my dad's, and I probably <laughs> stole them. Uh, I do have a video copy of Phantom Menace over there, actually, but that was from my granddad, uh, God Ooh. rest his soul. He, that was even, I got that, like, I, I, he didn't give that to me. I, like, he had that at his house, and I'm like, I fucking grabbed my Bobby. I had, like, a VHS, like, pristine copy of Phantom Menace. <laughs> I'm not sitting here thinking he was a he was a Star Wars guy, but yeah. who knows? We're all Star Wars people at heart. We're all. So I watched like I can't remember what ones I saw in cinema before three. I think I maybe mm, I don't know if I saw one and two in cinema. I can't remember that far back. I think I saw one. You think you saw one? I didn't see two in the cinema. I don't think. Okay. And then I saw three. I definitely saw three in the cinema. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So yeah, we're resurgence era. We started then. We sort of get locked in. Yes. Well, the problem is because, like, it came out, it banged for, like, the five years it was happening. Then, like, I didn't, like, get involved because I didn't know what was happening. Well, yeah, it's because it sort of went under a wee bit as well. Not under, under, but, like, I was kind of the same. I really, like, and I've always loved Star Wars a decent amount. When I was Mm. a kid, I was super into it for the movies, got the Lego, everything. And then, you know, it sort of reached its dip again. The movies are done again. There are things like that. Clone Wars is coming out. And I watched Clone Wars with my dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really enjoyed Clone Wars. I have I pulled this out to build the Legos. I have a, an old blanket of Captain Rex over there. Oh my! And it's like old cat. It's like Phase One helmet Captain Rex. Uh, I like, I loved Clone Wars back then, but I also just we just stopped watching it. I can't remember where it was. Maybe just mm. time stopped like that, or like I had bumps in the airing that. But then I never finished Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Um, and then Clone Wars itself never finished. You know, there was a lot mm. of books and games, and just mm, sort of in and out stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying Star Wars needs to always be on all the time, but you know. Yeah. It had a lull, as you say. And then when the sequels came out, I'm like, okay, Star Wars is back. We're back. We're back. And I'm, I was like, I'll get back in it. I liked Star Wars back then. Mm. I didn't really, like, by that time, I was like, not, it wasn't like my bread and butter. I wasn't living and breathing it. Mm. But then when it came back, and just as it went forward, I, I think I got into it more and more, especially because Disney came in and like, we're, we're going to do, so Disney obviously purchased the rights of Star Wars. Yes. Between the sequel, the, between the prequel and the sequels. Pretty much, yeah. It was um, Clone Wars was like it was nowhere near right. It was like I think Clone Wars season five was when the deal went through. Yeah. So that's why season six is that weird like sub season that's mm-hmm. shorter because it got cancelled. Yeah. They have to like finish it, and that was sad. But then the but the promise of Disney collating a complete universe, being like we're gonna take we're gonna scrub all the books and that, and I yeah. know you liked them. You can go back and read them, but ultimately we're gonna now do our own thing, and it's all gonna be yeah. a bit more like contained and interlinked and intelligently put out. Yeah. Compared to just like. Dave Faye, like, Kosaith wrote a book about how fucking plant people uh, are Chewbacca's biological niece. And George said that was cool. No, George didn't. George said, I literally don't care about it. Stop talking to me. I'm making the Clone Wars. <laughs> Fair. George like, is famously... I don't think he ever... He didn't say fucking fuck legends and I hate all that. He just mm. was like, I don't care. Like, cool. You think that Luke Skywalker had a hot ginger wife or whatever? Fine. Not really to Fish. me. And I made the goddamn thing. But yeah. sure, you make the book you want. I mean, I think he was nicer at Timothy Zahn than most, to be fair. <laughs> Part of George Lucas was like iffy about things like the Yuuzhan Vong because there was like, oh, what if, what if there's like aliens that aren't attached to the Force? Mm. And George Lucas was like, no, bitch, everything's attached to the Force. Shut up. I mean, that's a good thing to put your foot down on, to be fair. It was a bit like, um, it was just a bit like, I- I'm not going to loot it. I'm going to make Clone Wars. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. I'll be okay. 
but yeah, I think it was like, okay, they're going to like do a thing now. They're going to streamline it all. And I just started getting more and more things near it that were like, oh, oh, oh Force Awakens. Like, Force Awakens came out and it was good. And oh, Force Awakens. In the book, oh, you know, I just started getting more and more immersed in it. And then, yeah. I, you know, by that time, especially by like Last Jedi, I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm fucking in. He's in. Like, I'm like in Star Wars now. And now you can't, can't go back. And we're at a terminally online point of the world now. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't really have what we have now, especially like even during the prequels. No, 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 of course not. And I think it was maybe that. It was going online and just diving into a, a, a massive, massive, massive community online hmm. and just bouncing stuff off each other and then being offered constant things that were like, cool and interesting. Like, Battlefront 2 was a big one. I used to play Battlefront 2 on the PS2 and I'm like, it's like, and then look, there's a new Battlefront and I'm like, oh, shit, I'll get into that. Oh, fuck, there's a new movie. Games. Even if the games aren't as good as they used to be, it's still like, grabbing all the things and they're sucking you back in. Star Wars content. Pretty much. What were you, what were you like when the, the sequels were sort of coming out? Uh, kind of like you. Like, it was like, oh, we're back. And then we saw, we saw it and it was like, oh, cool. It's like, solid. It feels like home. <laughs> it's like... Because it is just like four. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I think we'll, we will... Which is comfortable, which makes it okay. Yeah, no, this is this is a big thing we can talk about during when we make the Force Awakens. But like, regardless of well, critically and all that about the whole thing of Force Awakens just being four again, basically, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. At the time, watching that movie, it was just a really good movie. It was yeah. reliable. It was like looked great. There was a lot of cool things set up. Mm. I, I didn't necessarily think the people were bad, bad, but like... At that time, I was old enough to know that, okay, maybe there was things about the prequels that weren't actually that great or felt a bit out of step or right. maybe I'm a bit tired about the state of Star Wars and now there's not really... Now, again, that's the promise of Disney streamlining it. Yeah. The idea of the Disney thing is we're going to just cut the chaff off. Right. Like, yeah, okay, the movies might... The prequels might not be perfect, but mm. like they're still the main movies. Bang, bang, bang. Mm. Clone Wars is George's baby. Bang. And yeah. It's really good. But like, we're going to shave off all the weird books and the weird games and all that and just do yeah. like, a straightforward narrative. And, like, it felt like, okay, we're making a concrete effort to take the best of everything, even when it was bad, mm-hmm. and just push forward in a strong, profound way. Yeah. How much they've delivered on that going forward is, like, weird, because, you know, I feel like they've done great on, re- not they need to be redeemed, redeemed, but they've done great on really building the prequels into something powerful and moving and capitalising on a lot of love for it not as much as they could they definitely could do more right but you know they've, they've like they brought back Clone Wars like we're gonna finish Clone Wars we're gonna finish Clone Wars amazingly like yeah. the final season of Clone Wars is literally one of the best things in Star Wars mm. and we're gonna like make sure like we're gonna refer back a lot, a lot of these, we're gonna give a lot of like books and time over to like Clone Wars like mm. just stuff like that they're just they're, they constantly give it a bit more attention in a way that's like we're not ashamed of it yeah we're, we're, you love it we love it let's go but then how well they've stuck to the continuous narrative and the streamlining does sort of fall apart the further we get on. I've got some choice opinions about how they've been sort of in the middle and especially with the sequels and that. As time goes on, we'll probably get better, but just to quickly say now, because it's recognisable, they've bloated the hell out of the original trilogy. There are so many stories about like what was Darth Vader doing between like episode yeah. 3 and 4 or 4 and 5 and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's just the same stuff really. Mm. And it's cool in a lot of ways, but it's like, oh, it's just, Darth Vader's cool, we need to put a Darth Vader comic out. Like Luke um, Skywalker's yeah. in like everything because he's Luke Skywalker and he's the cool guy. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, you and Hayes, Luke Skywalker. I don't particularly care about Luke Skywalker. I can't believe it. <laughs> but that's really to my glory, the last Jedi, more than anything. Um, <sighs> and then sequels, Poo-poo. I think they're like really letting it down as to like building that out when they should, even if we give it time. Like, obviously, mm. hopefully, as time goes on, the kids who like the sequels will grow up. The same thing happened with Clone Wars. Yeah. And they might flesh it out then. But I think they're really letting it down now because they've basically finished it and they've been like, all right, cool, let's just go back. Like, we made those movies, a bunch of people get mad about it, let's just go away. Yeah. Hope, maybe they're hopefully just letting it cook. 
That's like, probably why. Let's let it simmer. That's why I didn't mess with it because they were like, "Oh, people hate this, so why would we want to stay in it? Let's leave it. Let's leave it." I'm not just doing George Lucas then because everyone shouts at me for making Star Wars movies, so I'm going to sell it to a multi-billion dollar corporation. Yeah. See you later. So yeah, the the prequels. <sighs> the prequels. That we're talking Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace. Yep. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. And episode three, Revenge of the Revenge Sith. Of Sith. And we'll also talk about Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Clone Wars will throw that in. The movie in the series. I guess, yeah. Aye. It's all one thing. Pretty much. So yeah, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. So, like I said, I don't really remember when I watched Phantom Menace for the first time. I'll say that upright. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah. Phantom Menace was a mania. Do you remember this? Maybe not, not first person. Really, you were looking at this where like, people were literally buying tickets to see I'll look movies. Look at retrospect. Yeah, like I, well, I did uh, research for my. Di- I actually did my dissertation about the Star Wars prequels. Right. At university, I was discussing sort of the re- sort of analyzing definitions of cult cinema. Right. And you know, using traditional definitions of cult cinema and applying them to certain mainstream stuff, and then debating like if it is cult. Exactly. Like how exactly do we refer to cult and that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, do you know people were buying tickets for films to see the trailer for Phantom Menace and then just leaving yeah. the cinema? Ah, uh, yeah. Like, that's crazy. Star Wars Mania. Oh, it's been gone for... When did the last one come out? 83? Yeah, it was like that. You're talking, like, you're talking like 15, 20 years between them. Yeah, so like it's a long time. There's literally a bigger gap between like four and one, uh, six and one than there was between like three and seven, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was, yeah, only, about ten, was only about 10 years or so. Yeah. 10, 15 years. It was definitely like... Uh, so yeah, Mania, I'm surprised to know how much Mania there was. I'd like, to, I'd love to be in that perspective of like, mm. you know, being so enamoured by the concept. And it was it was a big deal for, for filmmaking. Yep, it's a groundbreaking CGI. Groundbreaking CGI, uh, big on, I think it was episode, I think it was maybe more episode two than one, but also mm. George was also pushing for like digital to be used in the mainstream rather than yeah, like film strips. Yeah, digital and cameras, that. yeah. What do you think of The Phantom Menace? Uh, I like it. It's a good, good start. It's a we good get, start. Um, our, our heroes are awesome. Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the We're king, Hugh McGregor. Definitive like, placing down of like, to see Obi-Wan in the originals and then like, okay, this yeah. is their young Obi-Wan. The incomparable Hugh McGregor's Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. Here's the journey to Jedi Master. It's so fascinating. It's yeah. great, yep. And, um, the political stuff isn't uh, overhanded, like hitting you every five minutes. You think? It's well, I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying it is, but a yeah. lot of people would obviously complain about these movies. That's no, the biggest I think, fault. I think it becomes more apparent in like three. Do you know what three it is? Like, it seems more like that. Yeah, I mean, three and two have a lot more like just scenes of like Vicera. I mean, yeah, one I, does as well. Do you know what it is? When yeah. I rewatch one, I think of like, I think it's more, not so much that there's a lot of political stuff, it's just more it's different for Star Wars. Right. It's like, there's one scene in A New Hope, like on the Death Star where Leia and Tarkin talk about shit. Or no, it's the bit, you know the boardroom scene in A New Hope where like Tarkin's talking to all the people and they're like, oh, what will the Imperial Senate have to say about this? Oh, well, the Imperial Senate will not be a problem anymore. Mm. Like, they say a couple of lines about that. It's like, what if that was like full scenes? And yeah. it's like a lot of like, there's a trade dispute and negotiations regarding Aye. the treaties and the taxation. And it's a lot of like, oh, what the fuck? I guess about changing like, your like, likes though, because a movie in the 70s doesn't concern itself with what the politics of the world has to do. A, a Flash but, like, Gordon parody. Aye. But like, Everything nowadays would need to be like that and need to flesh it out more. Yeah, but then it's like, did it maybe go too far? And I don't say, again, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm trying to look at it because it's a really fascinating perspective, hmm. both looking at the people from then versus see it in the long run. Yeah. We look at it now in hindsight, the full one to nine. Hmm. Like, what one to three actually did was great. Ah, yeah. In regards to the development of like a fascist dictatorship, hmm. like, it really was great at showing the rise of the empire because. All those like boring fucking oh shit this is like weird trade shit mm. and everyone going like that was the point because you've got yeah. people going like by the way guys 
there's a fucking invasion going on and there's yeah. dictatorships like stop talking about fucking politics yeah so like in retrospect it was great mm. I guess I'll give it credit to the people who couldn't see it at the time because yeah ultimately you're expecting to watch like A New Hope and you're seeing like a bunch of people in the room going talking about like yeah. diplom- d- diplomacy and like treaties and all that well I'd say then to the people that came into it thinking it'd be more A New Hope they get a serious shock immediately because the action is much more prevalent. Yeah, we're taught that the action is, is so much more aggressive. It's so much more CG and jumpy. And it's awesome. You, you're <laughs> big on it. I love the action. I'm big on it too, to be fair. I, I, I like Phantom Menace. Even uh, that it's CGI like heavy, that yeah. it's like, so physically performed by the actors mm-hmm. that makes it just like, yeah, look great. The issues of like them using CGI for scenery. But when you actually see, like, okay, cool, it was, like, these two actors on a green screen, but mm. then it's the two actors who were actually going at it. Like, yeah. Oh, shit, it's, like, very cool. Mm. Yeah, I like Phantom Menace. I was always kind of big on it as a kid. Mm. I think it was a, I think it's a great movie. Weirdly enough, even though a lot of it might go over kids' heads, like, certain just parts of it are cool for kids. Mm. Like, the pod racing. Pod racing based. Um, like, Battle of Naboo. All the stuff with, like, the Gungans and that. I just thought it was, like, oh, too cool. There's, like, fish people in an underwater city. That's, yeah. like, so cool. Mm. Great source of toys. Great Lego sets were made. Damn it. I didn't think a lot about Phantom Menace after it. Right. You know, when episode 3 came out, mm-hmm. episode 1 and 2 stopped being relevant to me. Because I could just watch 3 now and be fine. just that good. Yeah, and 3 yeah. was like, so much more like... I felt I felt 3 more... I think maybe by the time 3 came out, I was in enough that when 3 right. came out, it was like, right, this is my first actual Star Wars movie. Right, okay. Like, I've watched all of these because my dad said so and because I was interested. You felt like you could like, claim it. 3 came out, it was like, I'm going to see 3 in the cinema. Yeah. I want to buy all the Darth Vader jigsaws right. and all the like the Lego fucking yeah. Arc 170s and that. <laughs> um, so I didn't really think about 1 or 2 quite a lot until mm. like more modern days when I'm like looking at Star Wars and a greater thing as like a yeah. more engaged Star Wars person. Okay. Yeah, I think one is really cool and strong in a lot of ways. Mm. I never minded the politics side of it. It took me a while to get it. When I was younger, obviously, I had no idea yeah. what they were talking about. Oh, I, I, I tuned out, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, I was seeing those scenes, I didn't care. What they're saying. Didn't care. The weird men with the bug eyes have got robots and then invading yeah. the Fishman planet. Like, at the end of the two, I don't know how we got to that. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, to, oh, at the start of two, they almost... The start of two is literally just, <laughs> by the way, there was a full secession crisis. Yeah, what do you mean? What is that? I'm like, like oh, okay, cool. cool. Civil war? Yeah. Like, like, there's a scene in 3 where, like, Padme's, like, democracy dies. I'm like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> like, what is that? I don't even know what democracy what, is, why, What are you talking about, Padme? Where's General Grievous? Why aren't you with Anakin right now? Where's Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, what's happening? Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, what's fascinating about Phantom Menace is looking at what I appreciate now versus what I appreciate back then. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, like like you said, I think, like, the Clone Wars is so good that it makes everything around it much better. Yeah, Clone Wars is, is going to be such a good thing to talk about because it's such a great flesh it out and it does yes leaks for the characters and the times and mm. the political situation yeah i mean it's it's about obvious that like yeah if we give a time period a seven season show yeah it's going to be more fleshed out makes like, sense for the betterment yeah exactly uh, i was thinking like what i liked as a kid versus what i like now in terms of like i love qui-gon Jinn so much now right i think he's so cool and he's so interesting about how he's like not like a a normal Jedi. Yeah. He bucks the count a lot about He's got his own thing going on. Well, he's like true Jedi. He's like... He, I love looking at the Jedi. Like, who are the real Jedi? Yeah. Like, Qui-Gon, Kanan, Ahsoka. Mm, like, yeah. they're like the real Jedi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think Obi-Wan is a real Jedi? Well, that's a great thing. Because he's trained by Qui-Gon who like is the realest of the real gangsters. But, but then he's also like so... Yeah, but the he's... Exactly. And, and then there's all this stuff. There's, they've, they've made some interesting times to look at like Obi-Wan in the modern era and like... You know, mm. the, 
like for example, lying and looking at Darth Vader was like, was that like a cool thing to do on me one? Like you did, you could have just said that's your dad. I need to prepare you for that. But no, yeah. they were a whole like, oh well, actually, what I said was technically true from mm-hmm. a certain point of view. Yeah, I'm excited to read um the coming soon's uh, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. Right. Which is the collection of short stories for the 40th anniversary. Right. Because I'm excited to read all of them. Right. Uh, and I think some of them maybe look at it a little bit and certain stuff like that. There's not like they sit and criticise them though. Nothing mm-hmm. really. I don't think anything's been heavy on it. But stuff does explore everyone as like a man. Mm. and like as like a you know his faults and all that and back then it was just oh god Obi-Wan's really cool yeah yeah the pod racing's really cool <laughs> I mean the more than the pod racing's really cool it is really cool and he is still really cool he's still really cool uh, I, Obi-Wan is it's insane how he will become one of the two most dependable things about the prequels yeah you may get Obi-Wan yep from all three movies excellent yeah. you're right about one thing master the negotiations were short we're that's short. like such a good like <laughs> fucking yeah we want to be cheeky man <laughs> Second debatable thing is also the first movie you might have forgot. Ian McDermott is the Emperor, as not the Emperor as Chancellor Sheev Palpatine. Yes. Uh Ian McDermott is just um, it's such such an incredible thing in Star Wars. It's like it's a gift. He, he had that from episode six, you know, like we just made the most evil little man. <laughs> and do you know what? He loves that. And he came back and he's like, I'm just gonna like be a smarmy cunt and it's great Please, yeah. the, the way he plays it. Yes. He's having a great time, man. He's having a great time. He does seem to be having a good time. Him and Darth Maul. Him and Darth Maul. Oh, the boys, man. man. Darth Maul's like such a fascinating part of that movie. Yes, again, one of the things that is just made infinitely better by the Home Wars. Yeah, correct. I, I, all the fleshing they've done for Darth Maul is really, really fascinating in that. And to think of him just in this movie as a kid, dude, that's cool. Pog. Like, Ray Park, amazing stuff. Throwing amazing himself around. Dude, Darth Maul has like two lines in that movie. Yes. And they're not Ray Park. They were dubbed in by Peter Serafinowicz. Yes, who... Voiced them in and thingy as well solo I think. No. 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 Did they call him in to do it though? I think he done. Aye. No. No. In solo it was uh Sam Whitworth and Ray Park. Okay. They literally like I think right. they both read the lines and they blended lines together. Right. It was Ray Park physically doing Darth yeah, Maul, yeah, but it yeah. was it was a blend of the two voices. Damn. Okay. Because by that point it was like post Clone Wars, or at least most of Clone Wars, and it was like oh shit, Sam Whitworth was like Darth Maul. Poor Peter Serafinowicz, man. I don't know. Peter Serafinowicz is great. The, the only Darth Maul line I really remember is like some of the stuff with Clone Wars, like him mm. screaming Kenobi and Rebels. Yeah. But then I also just remember like, at last we will reveal ourselves. At last we will have revenge. And it's like, oh man, like, oh shit. Oh. Oh, dude. Oh, Darth Maul, <laughs> he talks. I think the, you know, what you said about the action is unbeaten. Yeah. You know, like, Duel of the Fates is fucking amazing. Slaps. It's just so cool. This is where I noticed, like, the music's just hard. This is where you pick just up on the music? hard, bro. Right, okay, yeah, I, I've always been a big, absolute slammer for Star Wars music. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love Star Wars, but, like, oh, like, I have, like, on my playlist, other than episode nine, mm-hmm. uh, I have a song from, like, every Star Wars movie. Right, because there's, there's like, always one song, it's like, this is great to me. Now and again, a movie will come along when I'm, like... The music's just overpowers like the Batman. I'm like, I can't not know that's a song in the, in the movie because it's just everywhere. And then like this when Julia Fates comes on, I'm like, oh my god, that's oh, just so good. There it is. My ears are like, please. John more. Williams really. I'm so glad they had John Williams from one to nine all the way through. Yeah. Even though I don't think nine's music is worth a damn. Yeah. Uh, I actually think that's more because of how it was deployed, not John Williams himself. Right. And every other movie is just John Williams is such a oh, great, oh he's just composing these beautiful like we're all just going off like the. Oh, and then like you stuff like the Gregorian shit with like we got Jilla the Fates and mm-hmm. the chanting and the fucking dramatic orchestration all the way to like you know even the originals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't even describe it. It's just so sweeping and vast and it's like I think of certain 
bits and I'm like, yeah, I know what that bit is. Mm. Like, that bit is, like, characterized. The horse battle is characterized by, like, that one bit of that song. Right. I watched, there's a really good video by, um, oh, shit, there's a YouTuber, I can't remember his name now, I feel really bad about that, but it was about, Technical was actually a critique of the Rise of Skywalker music, but it, it, right. it sort of goes into, like, how great, like, John Williams was and, you know, the development of, like, motifs and stuff like that. It's just, I, I, I know, it's a bad... It's a bad way to talk. I can't say anything other than just how like amazing that music is. And as you do the faces that moment where it throws it so much uh, in your face, you're like, oh, like oh my, holy shit, like this is well done. This is music. Oh, okay. And then like then the fucking lightsaber shit's going on. Darth oh. Maul's got a double sided lightsaber. What? Excuse me. You can stick one on the other side. You can do that. Let's it, go. It's just jumping and swinging. It looks and it's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my god. It's incredible. It's such a good scene, and it's like, I don't think anyone's ever had an issue with it. Nah, so it's peak. All the way through the world, it's like, oh, I fucking hate these fat menace, but do you know what? Do the face, it's fucking amazing. Oh, it's like, that's such, that's a really, oh. like, such a great song, like. <laughs> we all collectively love that, that's fine. I, I'm so happy there's just that one moment, it's like, no matter what, you love it. I imagine yeah. seeing that in a cinema as like a conscious Star Wars fan. Oh. I'd love for them, I'd love to like attend like cinema screens of all the old Star Wars films. I never really mm-hmm. get a chance to go when they go around. So, that's this, the ending. Mm-hmm. Sort of wax about at the start, like, shut up, I can... Let's talk about, about the middle, though. Let's, the middle bits. Let's engage some of the more interesting topics. <sighs> Would you think of Jar Jar Binks? It's fine, isn't he? He's just fine, isn't he? I, I, don't, like, I think Dustin's helped, maybe. I like to talk about Jar Jar Binks because I'm obviously a huge, like, Ahmed Best was amazing. He did not deserve anything even remotely resembling the amount of hate that he got. Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, the cutting edge of, like, that character, mm. of, like, that, like, fully CGI character. Yes. I don't think every one of his jokes was funny, but like, I don't think anybody's 100% funny. Uh, true, true. I really, I really just want to give that the credit. It's like the technical marvel that it is. Yeah. Always Guillermo Bessie slurs when he deserves it. He's back now in Star Wars. He's great. Man's, man's out here. Jedi-ing. Man's jedi You know. We got a Lego figure him soon. Oh. I heard some, I heard some guy on Instagram was talking, he, apparently they might make one of like that scene for Mandalorian. Oh. I, mean, I don't know for certain, obviously, but like it's just some guy on Instagram talking. But maybe. But I would want one. I want a wee fucking Keller and Beck. I want a black series Keller and Beck. Like, <laughs> I love that guy. Jedi Temple Challenge, like represent. <laughs> so what do you think of all the, the, the Tatooine stuff? It's like fine. Like the pod race is obviously the peak. Midichlorians, bro. Let's go. Yeah, it, um, I like Annie, finding Annie. Finding out that he's like an immaculate birth is weird, I guess, but like... Yeah, so the one thing I'll, I'll never go over in Star Wars is the immaculate birth thing. I'm like, oh, so he's, he's just Jesus He's then. just Jesus, let's he's go, He's just bro. Jesus Christ. Sure, let's go. I always was, like, keen on that. I always loved, like, little... Like, again, to give people their due credit, like, Jake Lloyd. I always thought Jake Lloyd was fine. He was a kid, so maybe he didn't read the lines with the same nuance as, like, fucking Marlon Brando and Godfather. did not bother me. You didn't, you didn't think so? Oh, it does not bother me at all. It's like good though. Like it shouldn't really. In a lot of ways. It could have been better, but it's Star Wars. Star Wars. All the actors in the original Star Wars have issues. They live their lives. I'm pretty sure. Come on. It's like Peter Cushing. He's perfect. Slay. In every way. I always just loved him, like bobbing about and like some a lot of the Potter stuff. The Potter stuff is great. That's yeah. another scene where I would love to rewatch it. Mm. Although I'm not like in love with it with like some other people are. Right. I'm always. You find a lot of like. My, I love a bit of Star Wars that's like not the bit that everyone else loves. Like a lot of people talk about the pod race and stuff. Right. People always go, oh, pod race felt great and you're watching, oh, it's so good. And like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, yeah, I'm great. But then like, I'll go to other scenes in that movie before I right. that scene. And yeah, that one's easier because I'll go to Duel of the Fates and I was like, yeah, Duel of the Fates. Well, yeah, but I love, I, love, I, love, I love the ship <laughs> battle at the end of the movie. I love like the right. Anakin like flying up there with the pilots I mean, and going on the good. trade variation ship. I love a ship battle. R2's like, yo, what? 
Yeah, R2-D2 is the three people in this movie. Bro, they fully are. Remember Star Wars? Bro. Holy shit, dude. R2-D2 from Star C-3PO's Wars. C-3PO's been here since the start. C-3PO was like, maybe built by Anakin or something like that. Yeah, I think so. But R2 was just there. He's he was just, just like a bit, you know. Just a bit, I, I, I think it's just, you know, when you break it down into parts, because it's mm. all like really good and interesting, it's, I think it's actually paced reasonably well. I think it's a lot of like, uh, yeah. running from one place to another. I think it's paced much better than the second one. And the third one gets it right, I think. Again. Yeah, the third one really gets it right because the third one knows it's like the hey, the third one the third one moves fast for a lot of big things, but does yeah. You accept it because you know it. You're like, this end of this trilogy yep. and we know that things are about to go wrong. Hmm. So like the third one runs up to it. Well, see, well, I like this. You, you like the second one more, so I do. There's a, a statement I can say that now. I actually like the second one more based on certain aesthetic and story premises. For example, I like like Jake Lloyd and Anakin. I much prefer like adult Anakin. Well, yeah. Uh, I can get you can get, you being, can like, get up to some mischief now. There's a Jedi instead yeah. of like, a dipshit kid. It's weird when Anakin and Padme have a love story and they're very visibly old. Like one's very visibly older than another. <laughs> Kira Knightley was in this movie. Uh, yeah, she's one of Padme's doubles, right? That's so weird. She, I think she's literally Sabe, who's like the main one. Yep, I think so. That's wild. Man, Kira Knightley getting Kira... that Disney paycheck. That sorry, that Star Wars paycheck. This is this is uh, George Lucas THX. Yeah. I think at this point. Let's go. 20th Century Fox or something. Was it 20th Century Fox? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. It would have been home media, not like. No, I know, I'm talking. That's the original Star Wars. Definitely THX. So. I, I'm terrible with company stuff. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm terrible with company stuff. We don't need to. Lucasfilm. There you go. They made it. But yeah, I think everything about it's good. I think here's a thing that's worth looking at. Go so on. a lot of people complain about the prequels being too clean. Right. So like when you look at like the aesthetics of the originals versus the aesthetics of the prequels, mm. like the prequels are like everything's very like shiny CG. It's very like right. all the floors are polished. I mean on Tatooine obviously not, but like the Naboo Palace is fucking opulent in that. It's a palace, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Trade Federation ship at the start. I I, right, I right. think about that. Because I, I was having a hard time getting over that. I kind of brought up because I wanted to know your opinion on that. Do you think there is like a, a harsh aesthetic difference between the two nah, in a bad way? Nah, I don't care. I don't Just know if care. I should care. Like, care. I don't I, know. I, I, I never cared because I never noticed it. I don't think it should look dirty. It makes sense for it to be clean, I think. I think it's also as much as like it depends on what you're seeing. We're like, on the come up. There's you know? no fucking royal palaces in the original trilogy. True. Because they've all been fucking taken over by the Empire. Pretty much. And we're not seeing that because that's deep Empire territory. Like, if we did go there, I'm sure you it'd know? be lovely and clean. Absolutely. Nobody's complaining like you know, the, the Tanta V4 at the start of... Because before the Empire blew it down, like, the mm. Leia ship at the start of 4 is like fucking... One of the first things you see in Star Wars is Clean an immaculate, white. bright white, like, yeah. shaped hallway. See? It gets started because a bunch of guys break it and shoot things. See, you're fine, yeah. And then this movie's got, like, trudging in the swamp. Mm. Like, fucking Otto Gunga, Boss Nass. Yes. It's got, like, the um, Tatooine, which is a shithole. We'll see that all every movie. We will Don't see Tatooine again. We will return to Tatooine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just wanted to bring it up because it's an aesthetic conversation that mm. I think has died down a lot. Right. But people were always a bit weird about it. I think the more we've seen of transitionary stuff has been better. Okay. I think the thing that I guess always confuses me is like ships of the prequels kind of look and feel better than ships of the later ones. Yeah. But like, again, there's a whole, they've done really good and I'll, I'll give Disney credit, I'll even give some of the pre-Disney stuff credit, like, they've made a, a big deal out of, you know, the opulence, and yeah. the sort of the lack of days, because it was, everything looked and smelt better, mm-hmm. because we had a lot of money, everyone thought everything was great. Yep, and it was like, like, we were all running, like the Jedi were running it. Yeah, the Jedi The Empire like have pool, but they're not like, in control of everything. Yeah. They don't have like, a global manufacturing network for every ship. Pretty which is much. why they're just recycling like, old stuff. That's why it might look a bit hap Or, well, it's also like, 
it's I, again it depends on the aesthetic. Like the Republic are opulent and like wealthy and everything's great and we love everything. So Aye. we're gonna spend money and have the most sleek, cool, cut edge CG stuff. The Empire yeah. like gross industrial. Yeah. They do have like mass manufacturing that's like mm. get them out cheap and make them look angry. Yeah. And like the rebellion are using as you say, like they're using whatever they can find. Mm. So it's like there's reasons in that. Yeah, I, yeah. It was I wanted to bring it up because it always when I think about Star Wars on a grand scale, it's a, it was an argument that was big for a while and I was like so like about it, you know, I was so like what? Right. Like, who cares? I'm also a bit like that, yeah. Anything else is not in Phantom specifically. Don't think so. Midi chlorines you brought up actually. Aye. So, I was not old enough to really understand why people are angry at midichlorians when they get introduced. Dumb. But do you think they're dumb? Yeah, because it's the force. It's the life force in general. Yeah, it's everything, think, isn't it? Um, yeah, the, the force... You I'm, might be more like attuned with it, but it shouldn't be because of like your blood. Well, so the way that they rationalise it the modern era is that midichlorians are like... Um, like, like a, a marker of it like if yeah. you have midichlorians it's like oh like you, you could be really good you could do stuff yeah. you don't need to have them yeah and it's like certain people who are, are like it's like a the whole biological talent stuff you do have people mm. who are like could just Aye. click and get all the right stuff and yeah. be amazing from the get go but yeah. you people who can work on it and build themselves up and be mm. just as good yeah so that's the way I understand it now in the modern era I, I, that's good Back that makes then, sense like the once I became conscious of what they meant by the midichlorian stuff mm. I was always a bit like ugh Oh, weird. Because I like mysticism, but I don't like oblique, like just Anakin being Jesus Christ, like an immaculate conception in Star Wars. I, mm. I don't think I'll ever sit where we're going. That's so strange to me. <laughs> it's definitely a bit weird, but I like. I, I guess, do like man. the whole. It was like a legend story, and they sort of hint it in modern canon, where like right. Anakin might have like been born, maybe even accidentally by Darth Plagueis and Darth Sidious. Oh damn! Because they were just like. Fucking just putting force into like fucking energy, and they just created like the tool of like this is like we're going to be our tool. <sighs> it's like there's fascinating ways to go about it. It's just weird. It's very weird, yeah. But I like the idea of the force is completely unknowable. It's just mm. natural life essence, and everyone has it within them, and it relates to everyone differently. That's much better. Something that Disney can't be cannot be fussed for is how they've always really pushed the force in fascinating mystical directions rather than trying to explain it. Right. Last Jedi is very good about the Force. Last Jedi has some great scenes about the Force. Right. Maybe that's Ryan Johnson or something Force, but they put that in one of the main Disney movies. Yeah. Where the Force is a beautiful, unknowable, mystical life essence. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like great. Fallen Order and Survivor going out of their way to be like, it's not a video game. Cal learns the Force by like growth and mental development. Yeah. Not to bash it because it's good, but mm. the Force Unleashed is literally like put a point in being able to do the Force better. It's not like that. And. Ah. Uh, Different game though, come on. Uh, well, different game, different <laughs> canon though as well. Back then they were like, oh, let's just do like a Force stuff. And I mean, maybe Disney will be forcing a corner need to do like a game when it's a bit like that. But it's just, it's about the, the, the thematic leans and how they're handling it. And especially mm. story heavy content. Right. Like if fucking Lego Star Wars is like put points in Force, I'm not going to be like, well, this does this conflicts with the canon a little bit. Right. Because like Star Wars Episode Ten wouldn't base their fucking understanding of the force on how Lego Star Wars did it, you know? I don't know, man, they might. There's a chance. I don't know, those Lego specials are, like, the only things post-episode, like, 8-9 <laughs> that we have, so... Damn. But, yeah, midichlorians just feel, feels like that. It feels too... At the time, it felt too much like an explanation when I did understand mm. it, and I'm really yeah. grateful that we've, like, both distanced ourselves from it and explained it. I like the idea of midichlorians not being what they're, we're told they are and more mm. a sign of the Jedi's dogmatism. Right. And more like, okay, you know, High Republic, even before, like, Phantom you would have been, like, feeling the Force and exploring mystical options. Mm. Now you're fucking doing blood tests on kids and be like, no, you don't have the necessary, like, levels to be a Jedi, so we're just going to leave that. We're all yeah. very strict now. Aye. That's kind of why I'm so keen to see how the High Republic ends. Bro, he's too old. We can't train him. Like, the age of the training, like, I get it. 
but I get it when it's more of like a loose like oh you know maybe not as receptive and that and like you know maybe there's like levels and there's mm. understandings yeah. and maturity levels whereas like back for the prequel Jedi it's like nah he doesn't fit the fucking list with the list sorry he doesn't tick off the list mm. That, like, hopefully by the end of the High Republic they really explain like what was the big shift maybe the Acolyte will deal with that as well where, like, it's now not as fun and as free and lovely yeah. it's like no we all wear the same robes you have to have this much medical aid. you mm. have to be this age also we're working directly with the government now rather than being like an independent source of neutral peacekeepers yeah it's a mess but it's you know that's the thing I talked about how it's like it's in the grand scheme yeah a lot of the storytelling is interesting in the grand scheme I would have loved to have been someone like a conscious enough adult mm. watching The Phantom Menace I wonder if I would have just hated it nah I think I probably would have loved it in the way like Podrace is cool it's cool weird like immaculate conception stuff weird politics stuff yeah what's going on why are the jedi like assholes i thought the jedi were like really cool and interesting hmm. but like i'm really grateful to be, like live where we live and know what we know right and have that full story because it, it's such a different experience now Bro, we saw the sequels like that so don't worry uh, except me i love the sequels oh, i love no. episode seven and eight i love oh, the sequels no. That guy. What's the rest of development? Like, oh, I love all the sequels equally. And it's like, it's like later on. I don't care much for Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right, so sequels. There was a sequel to episode one. It was called episode two, shockingly. Episode two. Attack of the Clones. Die Hard, Star Wars Harder. Yes. So episode two came out, Attack of the Clones. Did the clones attack much in this movie? I don't think they're to do. The clones... Don't really attack much. They almost they? defend in this movie. <laughs> the defense of the clones. Yes. This is cool. That's a really cool movie. This to is me. cool, yes. I don't again we can don't even really like get some of the preamble because again we're both kinda young. You might you said you don't think you saw it in the cinemas. I don't think I saw it in the cinema. I, I, saw, I saw it in the cinemas, I can't remember. DVD, you know, back like then. D- DVD I think it was DVDs where I saw Phantom Menace and Clone Wars, yeah. I remember right. my, my like, I actually do think I saw my DVDs over there. There you go. Doesn't you gotta keep you gotta keep physical media alive. Come on. Andor season one four K Steelbook. Oh. Come on. Mandalorian season one and two Steelbook, cool, whatever. Andor <laughs> Will I buy a Mando season one and two steelbook for yes, Andor? Maybe. Will. will I buy a season three Mandalorian steelbook for yes. Andor? Well, we all have limits. He should come on. I mean, if I get that, if they are like, by the way, we'll give you it if you buy these three. Oh, you Attack of the Clones is really cool. Yeah. I'm going to throw it to you because oh. so I like it more than Phantom Menace. Right. You like it less than Phantom Menace. I I just think it's because like it's just a bit duller for me. Just, run, just runs a bit too long. I am and the pacing is no there. It starts with how does it start again? <laughs> So I don't even remember. Attack of Clones starts with uh, it's all the sort of conspiracy shit on Coruscant. There's right, like, so it is that. Right, I thought it was that. Padme, and then yes. there's like the Zam Wessel chasing that. So we go in there, we chase down uh, Django Fett's mate, who's um, who's trying to uh, assassinate Padme. Well, there's the long and who's in the game? Bounty Hunter, let's go. Oh, God, is that I think that's right there? at the end, yeah. That would make sense, actually. I like that. I like the joke of like Count Dooku mm. hires a bounty hunter. Yep. Then hires that bounty hunter hires another bounty hunter. Yes. Who builds a robot with a worm in it. Yep. To dead killer. It's like okay. Fail on every level. Surprisingly, it doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. I think. Do you know what it is with the pacing? Go I on. think it depends on how much you can accept slow paced stuff, especially what you're looking for aesthetically. Right. Episode two has a lull in the middle. It does. It? Obi Wan does a lot about detective work. He's just walking about talking to people. Isn't it that bad? And but... Anakin and Padme are doing love stuff, which yeah. is that bad. That might be, yeah. And it's it's very, very slow paced compared to like the start and the end. Yes. And even compared to Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's probably why. It's a bit jarring. I think I can come to accept it because, you know, I'm very good at picking what I love mm-hmm. and allowing that to like shape it. And yeah. I fucking love all the Obi-Wan stuff. Well, yeah, it's based because he's like just cutting about Camino, 
fight in Jungle Fett in the pouring I mean, rain. Obi Wan with Dexter Jackson the Dino, which apparently like people just think is the worst scene in the prequels. People hate that. People think well, the it's diner, not the best scene, is it? So well, like, it's not don't the best. Worry. People are like, oh, there's a space, a diner, a space fifties diner. That's silly. I'm like, we talk about every single episode of Star Wars has been what if this was in space? What if the moon could shoot lasers in space? Based. What if like cool fucking teddy bears were in space <laughs> and they lived in a forest in space? Total criminals, man. I, I think I love that so much that I'll accept mm. it because I know it's building up to the end. Right. I will accept the fact that it is still ultimately like such like a deep, like, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. Especially yeah. the Anakin Padme stuff is just not great. No, it's not. But like you said, Obi-Wan, everything he does and, and here's kind of awesome. It's just fascinating. I get this lower when we're learning, oh, there's like a secret cloner planet. Yeah. There's this really cool bounty hunter that looks like Boba Fett. What the fuck? His name's Jango Fett. What the fuck? Fett? Who is he? Oh, he's just a simple man. Try to make it in the galaxy. That's it. Tamara Morrison. Oh, Tamara Morrison. Excellent gentleman. And then the ending, I think, is fucking aces, bro. Uh, ending's kind of poor, guy. Because, like, we're fighting in a big fucking coliseum. I'm going before that. From the moment they get to Genosis and they do the, 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 factory. the joint factory stuff. I mean, that's kind of best, yeah. Great sequence. The arena stuff, great. All and the who is it? Up. Anakin gets his hand clamped. I think his hand, like, proper, like, clamped. Bro, clamped up. They based. clamped that shit. Then uh, he loses it anyway. Fucking... Come on, Fucking man. bro, you gotta look after your arm. Mace Windu shows up, this party's over. That's the fight at the end's great. Man, Merck's Django. Merck's Django? Merck's bro, son. The head's Django fit in front of his son. PG. Holy shit. PG. Do you know who that son was? Who's that? Boba Fett. Oh, the Book of Boba Fett. shit. Watch Clone Wars. Watch The Book of Boba Fett. Don't. Watch that too, yeah. Don't do it. Do it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, Come we'll on. Watch <laughs> don't watch Mando. Uh, oh my God, I can't believe this. I'm going to get the chaos. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think mean, like, the fight between, like, oh, Dooku and Obi-Wan. They're all just uh, popping Padme's off. Like, Yoda shows up. Like, Yoda, the puppet for the original. Hold on, hold on. Padme's, like, popping off. Padme's popping off. She's shooting people. She's the riding the rhino thing. thing. She's clawed. Starship troopers are here. Yoda shows up. He does 500 CGI flips in a row. Yoda pops off. And he's kind of pong. And Christopher Lee's like, I know what I'm doing here. Like, oh, I've got this. this movie. I've got this, but don't worry. That's like, there, okay, there's the title. Christopher Lee is in this movie. <laughs> Holy shit! They, get, they had like Peter Cushing go once. Yeah. Let's get Christopher Lee in, and he's just. Let's so, see, he's mating. He's so incredible. I love Christopher Lee. Great guy, man. And general, obviously, seems like a good, good vibe. He just has such like a great energy. He was like, "Well, what are you doing?" He's like, "Sure, hundred percent." Mm. Just like all of his scenes where he's like just magnanimous and like, oh, oh what if I told you the Republic was under the control of the Sith? Mm. Oh, oh my God, Christopher Lee, you're so evil. <laughs> Yeah, I think I love the start and the end so much and I, right. I, I can find enough to enjoy about the middle where I, I'm like, this is more interesting to me. you just accept them more. Than the first one. Right. I think, you know, as I say, the first one's a bit slower paced up to the end. I yeah. think it's because this has a V pace. Right. It starts high, goes down and goes back up. Right. The first one's just a, a sort of a rapidly inclining curve upwards. Right. Do you know what I mean? You do have okay. bits of action more and more. Yeah, yeah. Up to like, and you get like the midpoints like feed. And then that's ah, a big fight, and then there's the pod race, yeah, yeah. which is not obviously like a fight, but it's still, it's still it just a just doesn't dip to the loaf too. Exactly. When they're not doing actual fighting, there's still yeah. like things happening. Mm. That's why I mean the pod race is still an increase in my head because it's yeah. just as thrilling and interesting. Mm. And then it goes to the big fight at the end. But I like individually, mm. I don't care much about meandering about Tatooine talking to Anakin, even though I like it and I can accept it. Yeah. Compare that to Obi-Wan investigating Jango Fett. And then he's like, I killed them all. Like, I love that. Well, the shit with the Tusken Raiders is actually cool. Fuck, I forgot about that. I mean, it's cool, but like, man, okay. Like, let's mention Hayden. Hayden Christensen's in this movie. He is, isn't he? Big Hayden Christensen. He's alright. He's alright, yeah. 
he gets a lot of flack. He maybe has, he does have issues with line delivery. I've always prescribed to the belief that like line delivery delivery isn't always an actor. It could also be a director. And I'm not saying George Lucas is bad. It's just like you. For all we know, he just didn't really hit him with the right direction for the line. Possibly. Hayden's good. At, the fucking bit where he talks about Kelly Tusker Raiders is just good. Mm, yeah. That's just a good line delivery. Yeah. Sometimes it's the lines as well. The Anakin Padme love stuff is shit because the lines are shit. Like maybe. Graham, I don't like sand. Ah, that's coarse. It's, it's rough. rough. It's irritating. It, it, it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere, bro. It does. I hate it too, Annie. Don't worry. Maybe it's pure luck. By having a pint at Padme. By the way, I think the democracy doesn't work. We should be fascists. She's like, Dad, I don't really She's like that. Oh, like babes, it. hold on. Like, oh, hot, hot pre-bedroom talk. Don't think I like that. I do like him. I've always had a love for Hayden Christensen's voice in 2 and 3. Right. There's something about the way he, he like, drags his dialogue. Like, what do you mean? How, he, 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 when he says a line, he, he like, hangs on the words as if he's got a built-in echo. There's something... Like, what's the kind of Anakin line? Like, like you underestimate is. my power. Like, you know what I mean? There's like... It's like bass boosted. There's something about it that like it hangs up in the air. Right. That's. Like, I mean, I guess that voice defines my childhood. I think uh, about like Hayden Christensen and Anakin whenever. Like, just. I mean, that monologue is hilarious. It's the best bit of the third movie, probably. Uh, but I mean, I can I give you a say? Maybe I think that's just that line he says. Though. No, no, of course. I mean, it's like I wish I had better examples. I think about in uh, games where people try and be Hayden. There's just people right. doing a voice that sounds like that. Like you're finished. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get, yeah. You don't get the power of the Jedi, and it's like stuff like that. And if I you're not that. with me, you're against you're me. You're my enemy. Oh, yeah, that's it. Sorry. I no. love it. I have no complaints. I love it. It's weird to me. I don't know if it fits. Do you know what the, the issue is? It just has not Darth Vader later. Yeah. The biggest issue with doing what they did in the prequels was like to knowing where it ends up. Yeah. And like they're like, okay, so actually, Darth Vader, where is Darth Vader? Speaks less. He's a kind of a whiny guy. <laughs> He was a kind of a whiny guy who was sad because his wife might die. It's okay, bro, because he gets pog later. He gets complete <laughs> pog. He's pogging literally the next movie. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying his voice thing is a bad thing. It's just mm. like funny and weird to me and, and okay. the face of things. Fair. Ewan McGregor's on peak here. I mean, I because it doesn't sound like in the Clone Wars, like remotely. Oh, Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Lanter. I don't Matt Lanter did not try <laughs> to do his voice, which is the only thing that's funny to me. Uh, I, think it, I think I can accept it to a degree. Right. Okay. He just doesn't, as I say, he doesn't drag on it enough. Yeah. But then I, it doesn't prescribe itself as well to like the fighting. I, like mm. pure battle Anakin. Right. I can't imagine him being like, Ahsoka, like, nah, follow my lead. A bit more urgency, you know. Like. Yeah, we a bit more, yeah, like we're going you know, <laughs> get to the clock here. I still love it. But yeah, I, I was thinking about that when we watched Clone Wars. I'm like, yeah, that Matt Lanner's not doing it Hayden at all. No, no, no. James Arnold Taylor does a good Ewan McGregor. True. Yeah, because that's what's Ewan McGregor's peaked in this movie. Mullet Obi-Wan. <laughs> Mullet Obi-Wan, yeah. Mullet Obi-Wan, kicking about, smiling, just having yep. a great time. That's how, that's your Jedi Knight. You go from uh, ponytail, little thing, to mullet. mullet. Oh, then to like, a mullet. other hair, I guess. Then to like, just the floopy, like, long hair that they've got in the yeah. third movie. Or Mace Windu, you're bald. Or Mace Windu, you're bald, aye. Samuel Jackson was in these movies. He was. And he was like, bitch, I want a purple lightsaber. Bitch, I want a purple lightsaber. Jordan was like, yeah, that's true. We can, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's just a purple lightsaber. Based. Let's go. Kind of Chad, actually. Episode two and one. Yeah. Something kind of mentioned in one, but two is more about it. Um, To see the Jedi as like, oh, this is a Jedi, bro. They, Fall like, apart. The temples. They get like a bunch of people. They get like long face guy, like long neck guy. You yeah. Know, fucking Luminara. Ooh. Like, that was really cool. And that's why the ending of this is really cool. Right. Because there was like, oh, the, look at all the Jedi. 
they're everywhere. Like in the originals, it was like the Jedi, like an ancient warrior order, and it's like no, and no, they're like, wiped out now. Hundreds of them are jumping about everywhere. Yeah. And they're like fucking pew, 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 and I'm like, oh, this is cool, bro. Yeah. Fighting all the fucking bug people. <laughs> Fuck the bug people. Natalie Portman's good in this. She's like in the first one. She's just kind of like doing what she needs to do. I'm not Aye. saying she's bad. Just like she's, she's not like it. Kind of, she's like <laughs> like young, but then that's what I'm saying. She's still like not young enough compared Aye. to like having a love story with Anakin. Possibly. And this one, they're like, they're like at least a bit more evenly aged now. And it yeah. doesn't feel weird. Aye. And uh, I I actually quite like Natalie Portman in these movies. Uh huh. I think she really plays the role well. She does have that like distress, like like I am a big, I'm a, a level headed. Mm. Calm, collected, peace-loving senator, but like I'm yeah. being faced with some fucking shit, bro. My brother tried to do some shit in the senate. Through it, bro. Yeah. Uh it's it's fun. It's quippy. This movie's quippy. It's good. Quips. Quippy. I like the the, the what was it's, it's not this three is movie, better though. So three is better. Than that, <laughs> that's true. But is this not the one where like Anakin and Panda are the back and forth about like aggressive negotiations and that? Yeah, I think so. It's good. It's fun. The, that's at the start, I think. I think it's at the start and the end. It's at the end because they, it's when Anakin jumps on the rhino where I'm pretty sure. Right. Or like in the factory. It happens in this movie. It's somewhere in it's here. a fun quip. If you want to watch these, it. These are like fun. This is like a fun movie. Right. Okay. And, I'll accept that. It's a bunch of like interesting places as well. Cool. I mean, you've seen the film. Coruscant is like cool and interesting. Yep. Neon Nightscape. Genosis is like a big bugger in a canyon. We've never been to like a canyon. Uh-huh. Like, episode one is literally just, like, a lot about Kurosan, Naboo, and Tatooine. Yes. And Tatooine's fucking Tatooine. We know what we're getting with that. But we get cool water shit. We get cool water shit, and we get cool, like, grassy hills. This one's, like, a lot about that, a lot about Tatooine, a lot about, like, Kurosan. Camino is, like, one of the coolest things I've ever done. Big water. I don't even know what it is about it. Like, oh, it's, like, constantly raining, and it's, like... Big storm. It's constantly storming, and they've got these, like, domed cities. Everyone's fucking long-neck motherfuckers. And and they're they're all just... Great cloning. They, they walk in like, by the way, I can just make another of you. Like, if you want. Do you want me to just make you? Like, real quick, I'll do it. And it's like, oh, it's so weird and cool. Yeah. And then the clones are cool. From the get-go, the clones are cool. Based clones. The clones are amazing. I think it, it rides the Stormtrooper thing. You see a clone, you're like, oh, that's like the Stormtroopers, but not quite. And they're the good guys in this one. Yeah. And they've all, they're, even in the first movie, like, oh, they've got like, colours on them, like, oh, yeah, they don't mm. rank and like position. Bruh. Even in the first appearance of the clones, there's like a couple of like, different like shades on them I know there's like a commander one with like, the yellow tint oh, like, higher level clones but cooler I love that I don't much love that they were all CG because it's not held up enough okay. you, you can tell it's acceptable but you can just uh, tell that's not a real person there I can't really remember last time I seen it so I don't really that's fair that's fair for it. as I say I don't mind it it's just like especially compared to some of the things we've seen in the modern era, like in that Mando right. flashback where like you actually see the five of us like right. in the temple and they're like all real people you can just tell they're real people right Versus like like plasticine people in front of like Mace Window. Aye, true. But I mean, I guess they're all face covers, so thank God they didn't have like CG Timur Morrison's. No, Timur Morrison there when they needed that. The actual boy. Uh, my song on my playlist for this one isn't like is not the most memorable one, but it's the fight with Count Dooku at the end. I mean, if I had to pick a song, it probably would be that because I don't really remember much of the songs from this one. That's the, the only thing. I the only one I really distinctly remember is well, no, don't you know what? Go I on. might update my playlist. Oh, I really like the. The chase at the start, the Zan Wessel chase. Right. That's got like a really good little, little, little like, and then I, I know the Camino theme a lot because that, I think they always use that in like Bad Batch and Clone Wars. Even right. Just a little light motif. Mm-hmm. And also, I remember from like games a lot. Right. For some reason, and I, I know they also use other Star Wars songs mm-hmm. in those games, but like Lego Star Wars and like Battlefront and that, I always remember just the Camino light motif. I think it's I mean, because there was go. one, I always used to replay. Mm. That was that. 
when I was a kid, autistic mm-hmm. little Ewan would always replay the Clone Wars level right. on Camino, so the, the, the Lego Star Wars it. one, because yeah. that was the one where you could go and do the secret area and make the Caminoans dance to a right. disco rendition in the Star Wars theme. And that was based. I always kept going at that thing, going up to that point, making them do the dance again. So I would always mm. hear that music and have that fun dance moment because it was funny. Okay. But also, b- because I started the level and went through it, I would always hear that one bit of music that played at the start. It's out of my skull now. I actually, yeah, do you know what? I, I could, this talk has made me just like, a tiny clothes is even better than I remember it. My God. How I, is it possible? I don't know. I think it is just really good. I can appreciate why you think it lulls a bit too much. Yeah. Especially in comparison to that. It's not like you don't like it. Nah, it's just okay. It's not like as good as a fine. Yeah, it's really. fine, hi. But you, so do you like concretely like Phantom Menace? Why did you say Aye. like yeah. concretely? Like I would, I would watch Phantom Menace before Attack of the Clones. Aye. Aye. If, I, if I had to watch Attack of the Clones, I'd be like, fine, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, yes, Phantom Menace, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Why go, Jen? Yeah, Bro, this movie's got like. So I don't want to talk about the meme side of it because I feel like like the whole memeing of Star Wars has made some. It's just not been good in a long time, but it's still fun to remember like the funny lines that kept getting brought up. Mm. Like, this is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Uh, I was going to say another happy landing. That's episode three. That is episode three. This is where the fun begins. Another happy landing. General, General Hello Kenobi. there, General Kenobi. Yes. Uh, um, I am the Senate. So uncivilised. So uncivilised. <laughs> Threes just get bangers. <laughs> Threes get bangers. Threes. Three is iconic. For the meaning of all, I think the people who memed it took it too far in certain ways where it Possible. was just, like, weird. But like, I like this the soft appreciation. The mm. first stage of memification of the prequels right. was healthy because it was just like a remember this? It might not have been the coolest at the time, but it's funny like cool and like remember this? And you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, remember that. Mind that. Especially when you take like oh mind the bit in episode three. Mm. Even if you didn't like episode three, like that mind that bit where they crashed the plane and was like, Oh, that's a happy landing. Great. Yeah, do you know what? that was a great bit? Good you, time. Just, you start to smile and you yeah. start to do positive associations. Mm. I think that's how we started the redemption of the prequels. It was kids who didn't Growing up and realized I didn't hate it that much. It was actually yeah. quite good. It was remember that cool bit, and then, and then other other people were going like, "I can't remember that cool bit. That was remember cool. that funny bit." Fuck. Bro. Do we talk about three now? Do we talk about Clone Wars? Do we do full chronology or do we like? Uh we'll talk about three. We'll talk about three. Aye. So yeah, that's not like, three out. Then you get to Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Boom! We're here. What a picture! What a picture! Cinema. I uh, yeah, I was big on this. I went to the cinema to see it. Yes. Uh, like many times. Episode 3, I've watched more than about 30 to 40 times, I think. I don't think I've hit that number, but I at least seen it tw- tw- two or three in the cinema. More, more, at least up to 20 times. That's a lot. I've not seen that much. Well, well I, maybe I have. I I've only seen it like two or three times when I was conscious. Right. Because you I... You would just put it on. That was my kid movie. You would just put it on. You got the episode 3 you need, I would put on episode 3, yep. I would watch episode 3 then, and I yep. would start episode 3 again. Because that's what you did. I would watch episode 3 about three or four times a day. Simple. Easy. That movie was just so fucking cool. It just was it. And it was so interesting. <sighs> and I even got what was going on when I was a kid. I got like Anakin went to his wife was sad didn't. about it. Nope, didn't get that at all. You no. didn't? I was just like, oh, where's the fights? Where's the fights? Let's go. But yeah, you get to the fights. You get the fights. And you're fucking pogged at the nut. F- yeah, exactly. I had everything. I talked to, I still got the Darth Vader jigsaw. Mm-hmm. SO3 Ridge Darth Vader jigsaw. Boom. Lego sets. Action figures. He's in. I was fucking up the nut with episode 3 I had like every set from the episode 3 wave through Star Wars and Lego except the Wicked Catman and they were so fucking cool right that original like, 170 Star was like one of the best Lego sets there's a Darth Vader transformation like holy shit Chad what did you think of episode 3 it's like so good isn't it it's, ju- it's just it's so like good. better than 4 yeah I good. think for our modern sensibilities it's yeah it's that good 
when it comes to episode four, it's really good if you were there at the original and when you saw, when you saw it originally. Uh-huh. And I think now it's good and like creatively just knowing the, all the things it did right. Right. And like also appreciate it for like being the start of the nostalgia, all that. Okay. I'm not trying to say it is bad. I just like yeah, there's a lot of things in episode three that are just fucking so cool and fun just, oh. and like just meaty. Episode four, for example, doesn't really have the emotional resonance because it was the first ever movie. Right. He's so get the payoff of the first six movies. Yes, I. Like even the emotional moments in six that are really great because you have four, five, and six. Mm, yeah. Which is yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that's common sense. Obviously, like you can pay off things later. Although George Lucas was, that's another cutting edge thing. The whole episodic. Yeah. Him coming up and being like, "Oh, this is like there's going to be multiple. I'm planning multiple of these. I'm planning multiple movies, and I'm going to yeah. tell a long running narrative. Uh-huh. The balls to turn around and episode five comes out, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, it's actually episode five. That last one, the first movie I made, I was in episode four. Yeah. I got another fucking three of these in the works that you'll get at some point. <laughs> one uh, day. I love that though. I think that's so cool. One day. But yeah, I mean, episode four doesn't really have the same like emotional depth to me as like the other ones. Right. Like, obviously, because it was the first one, but still, yes. every other one of them except nine has like great emotional moments to me. Right. Do you know what? Fuck it. Even nine has some good emotional moments. The bit with Kylo Ren when, oh. when he comes back to the when he sees like the vision in the hand and he comes back to the good side. I mean, okay. It, it's a good scene. Sure. It's a good emotional scene. Uh, completely squandered and wasted. Completely unearned. Probably was going to have Leo in, before Carrie Fisher passed away, unfortunately. So there's also weirdness because why was Han here? Was that really Han? Was it his memories? Why is his memory talking to him? Yeah. Let's, let, let's take a fucking surgical saw yeah, and pull it out of the movie. Right. That was a really nice emotional moment. Okay, 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 okay. Unfortunately, we have to put it back in the movie now. Oh. Yeah, screw it back in. Ah, burn my hand. Ow. Ow. You get what I mean. Okay. And I'm not saying 4 doesn't have emotional moments either. That was just solid, concrete emotional beats in all the movies that 4 doesn't have. Right. That I, I'm going to come off it now because I'm not critiquing 4. I just mean like, I value 3 more than 4. Like, come back. I value a lot of movies more than 4. Even though 4 is great, deserves a lot of praise. It's right. just not my go-to. For example, yeah, I put episode 3 much higher than 4. Okay. First off, it definitely, as we said, capitulates, capitulates, uh, captures the whole, this is it. Not only at the end of this trilogy, but then at this mm. time it was kind of the end of the whole thing. Yeah. Because it was like the last of the like six Like, we're not doing seven, eight, nine, it's not happening. And you have that whole paying off, knowing that, that he, Anakin's going to end up as Darth Vader and yep. the Empire's going to take over, so how does that come about? Yes. But paying off the individual emotional narratives, like mm. Anakin Obi-Wan's relationship and mm. Padme's relationship. Yep. This Clone War. The Clone War. Like, what is the Coming Clone to War? an how end. Come to an end? Damn. We finally catch Dooku, not Grievous. Both. Both. Well, Grievous we was catch... introduced and then finally caught in yes. this movie. Yes, yes. Aye, we finally catch Dooku, it's, um, the boy. It's yeah. So the whole yeah, the pace is great. It's all everything. Fun. It just Things keeps start. going. It just keeps you going. You talk about Dooku. I just want to talk about it in order of like what happens. But in the you movie. can because it's that good. It's got my favorite opening in the entire like franchise. Boom, we're in space, fucking like battle, the, bro. The pan out and the slow beating of the drums, <sighs> and then it just pans in on a whole fucking battle. Let's go. And then you do that like one tweak, and it's like all CG, and I'm gonna fly. Fuck, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> the little spider bot drones. Oh, the little bus droids. Great, oh man. man. Flying through, boom, right into the hangar. Like oh, no, it's a Jedi, like fucking lightsaber fight. Lightsaber fight, boom, 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 and fucking kill the battle droids. Yep, like, loads of them. Through the ship. In the, in the elevator, boom, coming out. Bro, the fucking Dooku's there. Yep. Fight with Dooku. Fight with Dooku. Anakin's like, mm, I'm gonna kill him. Like, like I will kill him. It's over. Full on, do it. Do it. Full on, do it. Yeah. Like, Palpatine's getting manipulative. Oh, shut Palpatine's up to something. Oh. Even serving. McGregor, knocked out. Oh, we can't leave him. McGregor, we save him. Still great, though. And the elevator. True. Oh, it was you. Uh, crashing the ship. Another happy landing. Another happy landing. Boom. Iconic. What's next? Greatest. Let's go. What's next? Fucking Anakin. I want you to spy the Palpatine. Yep. What? Jedi Council. Excuse me? Duplicitous. Oh. Like, 
the, the that's like the Jedi Council being like an issue. That's good to be fair. You need to like stick. Well, they've changed. This war's changed. They're getting worse. Anakin, you know that they, they don't like you. That's the reason you're not master. Anakin, you know those fucking Jedi bitches don't like you. I love no. you though. You've been great in the Clone Wars. I don't know why they're not they're not trusting you. Oh, oh my god. No. Like that shit's good. That's good. Just fucking like, oh, Palpatine's a wee rat. Palpatine's a wee rat. He's he's, he's he's really convincingly showing him. Yeah. Like this again. Once you like once you understand the dialogue, mm. you're like, man, he's like it's a really understandable manipulation. He's yeah. playing on things that are actually like, oh, kind of there. You think you're gonna lose your wife? Like, you no, can't man, have you a wife in the wife. Jedi Order. Man, you lose <sighs> Jedi, man. What would they do if you know you had a wife? You want to start like, a family? She might die. I care oh, about your wife. I can save her. Like, that's it's like, oh man, no wonder they fell. Obviously. <laughs> fucking Kenobi, off to it about. Hello there, General Kenobi. Let's go. Uh, epic fucking amazing fights. General Kenobi was like, yeah, we're going to draw a big fucking cyborg guy with like four fucking lightsabers in. <laughs> and it, it was just like the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Clones are all over the joint. Clones are all Kobe. over the joint. Yep, boom. Oh. Order 66. Yeah, I would pretty pretty much. I, how is it exactly goes again? So he's on Utapau. Anakin just continuously suffers. I he just continually gets manipulated. Kenobi gets the worst. Then Palpatine's like, "By the way, it's me. It's me." And he's like, "Fuck, I gotta go tell me." Charles of Palpatine, we're here to arrest you. Oh, man. by authority of the Galactic Republic, yeah, you're under arrest. Oh, it's treason then. Treason then. Oh, what, what was it? What was it? I haven't said it. Not yet. It's treason then. Oh! <laughs> That's All a good. great fight. It's uh, upsetting that he just merps like Kit Fisto, like fucking poor guy. I I think like Adrian Colon or whatever his name is. I, I, I don't remember the. I only know Mace Windu, Kit Fisto, and then the other Wrecked. three. It's so good. Mm. Fucking Anakin like falls. Fully falls. Merps Mace Windu. Becomes the Sith. Execute orders. That's exact. Fucking emotional scene. All the Jedi dying. Destroys younglings. Destroy fucking murders children, bro. <laughs> It goes so hard towards it. You just get, it, that's the fall. It falls fucking hard, bro. You're bro, starting the movie. We're like, oh, no, that kid, that that kid's fun. acting his heart out. He's like, Master Anakin, what do we want to do? What are we going to, are we going to do? There are too many of them. What are we going to do? I'm fucking <laughs> stabbed. Sticks a fucking knife to the right. Oh, man. And then fucking comes back, goes to the temple. Boom. Yoda, you go fight. Obi Wan's like, what is going on? I go fight Anakin. Oh, Yoda's fighting in the steps. I need to tell Padme about this. Anakin's the father, isn't he? Huh. Oh my god. Babies. I mean, the babies for fair, but still babies. She's quite far along, isn't she? <laughs> she is, I. But then it's like, I wonder when they had them. They literally have the babies next. They literally like... have the babies. <laughs> I, so I, I, I'm pregnant, by the way. Because, like, in Bad Batch, she's visibly pregnant. No, not Bad right. Batch. But in the Bad Batch arc of the Clone Wars, yeah. she's visibly pregnant, but not too bad. Right. So maybe the Outer Rim Siege is just lasting that like, long. That's like episode three. Pretty much. There's at least a... There's it's like a, just before it. There's a, a, a certified gap. Right. Although, no, because... No, because the Bad Batch arc ends with Ahsoka being like, man, you should come to Mandalore. Like, it's like, literally like there. Yeah. How the fuck fast did these things happen? Man. How fucking long was it between like the Indian Axis and that? Bro, like, bro, it's because he's Jesus FR. Man, that, that, that <laughs> fucking Anakin Skywalker baby is, is growing up fucking fast. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm having issues with this Anakin. <laughs> Damn, man. These fucking four You gotta help me out. Yeah. I like fucking Emperor Palpatine fights Yoda. Yep. Anakin fights Obi Wan. And the Senate base. Uh, Battle of Heroes. We I actually prefer down. that song more than Dilly Fates. Aye, because it just oh, slaps on. Fucking so good. Oh my god. I like Senate throwing pods about. Anakin, it's over Anakin, I have a high ground. You're just my power. Yep. You're my brother, Anakin. I loved you. You're uh, supposed to destroy this, I not joy though. I hate you. <laughs> on fire. No. And, and then, like, literally just the end of the film. Oh, so good. Looking later, <laughs> boom. Padme dies Born. a broken heart. 
Obi-Wan or have this win I'll watch it for it I'll sometimes watch one. you take this win to live in a palace and be royal and have all the money I'm going to stick this win in a fucking farm in a sand place let's go Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader yep no. No. Star Wars Star Wars Fuck. Did you have fun? I had fun. I had fun. It was great. <laughs> I had a fucking great time. I had a fucking great time. The pace is great. It's continuously yes. action. We'll just keep them going. We're moving. And so you always know it's building. You know it's going to go wrong. Yep. It's always building up to that. Yep. I think everyone acts pretty great. Aye. Like Hayden and Ewan and Ian McDermott. The Ken's there. Woman. The brotherly love. The brotherly love is you there. You can see it. You can feel that relationship and that is great. Mm. It's great to feel it. And then it makes it all the more heartbreaking. It does. It, it's good how much these build off of, like the sparse information we got in the originals yeah. mm. and then, like even if the whole like from a certain point of view will be one a bit like fucking like oh yeah Anakin was like a dear friend he's like what was he a dear friend he was like not he was like your full best pal brother in arms apprentice Aye. but like that's like reflective of like even better now it just feels meatier man fought a war together and more like interesting now because of it yeah I think the action is great there's a lot of complaints about over choreography of the action in the prequels nah well, I can't, I won't disagree, I just won't accept it as a complaint. Like, if you sit no. me down and say, man, look at that scene in Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting, and they're Aye. just doing weird fucking moves for no reason. Aye. I'm like, yes, that's true. It's still fucking rad as hell, it's though. It's awesome. It makes total sense. They're at the peak of their power. They've just fought a war for 12 years or how long it was. They they're can, using the lightsabers every day. They can do a couple of fucking weird spinning moves for They no are, reason. like, sharp in this film. And like they're at the peak of the powers. They are literally as strong as they can be. Obi Wan, the best Jedi Knight. Anakin, the best Jedi That's ever. True, I guess. So but also like the worst because he's also like exactly. constantly in the space of becoming the biggest issue in the world. See, and he so does become the biggest issue in the world. That they be like so good with the, with the sabers that they're just on point. The whole Order sixty six thing is like a great. It's a great concept to like Order explain 66. the situation. The hard transition. How did all the Jedi get gone? Merc, what bro. happened to them? How did the Empire take over? Yes. The political side, like, again, once you know what it means, it kind of makes sense. It's like, oh shit, it's like cool. Damn. This is how democracy dies with thunder's applause. Thunder's applause. I think that it's another great movie for, like, going places and seeing things. Uh-huh. Like, Utapau's cool. There's a big planet full of holes and people live in the holes. Boom. Mustafar's cool. Like, Lava, bro. Fucking, I, I, the, the idea, like, we got there, six movies, fucking volcano planet. Big volcano, in it? Uh, and it's just the most evil volcano planet. So villainous, bro. The Order 66 montage is just like a great sequence. It's just... Oh, so sad. The weight of it is like... I that's... The the whiplash of this starting off, like, Anakin over on another merry adventure, to go to how bad it gets, I think it works. It's like, oh, their friends are dead now. Like, no, this shit's real and serious. Anakin's yeah. reached a dark place. He's killing kids. You know, yeah. Mundi was found dead on my Gito. They're, He's a savage anyway. You're laughing... Ayla Sakura's been shot down on fucking Felicia and you're laughing. That's messed up. She was nice. That's messed up. Fucking Adi Galea or the other one because they had like a second Adi Galea and one one of them died and one of them didn't. Depa Balaba's been shot down by clones and Caleb Doom's been forced to run for the Bad Batch (laughs) and you're laughing. Attention. Attention. I was doing like a clone but I was like, attention. (laughs) Ki Arimune found dead. Ki Arimune found dead on my Gito. (laughs) It was me. I fucking shot him. (laughs) I thought you were doing the Battlefront 2 Imperial. Now hear this! <laughs> oh, man. I can't remember. The, the core was just like, not to Morrison. Yeah. Just like a graph, like, the Separatists are taking the command post. Yeah. But like, that's not to Morrison, but I still like the guy. I'll accept that. It's wild how the first two prequel films, mm. you could even say, have faults. We, on reflection, we have a lot of love, things I love about them, mm. but you could sit down and watch them as like, they're over CGI'd mess and, Maybe some of the characters are boring. Maybe some of the actors isn't great. You could say what you want, but episode three, it's so perfect for its time. 
right. does have it got issues I'm sure no doubt I, it's it's such first off it's such it holds such a deep special place in my formative years yeah that it's harder for me to see those issues definitely I have the rose tinted glasses but it, it just does have so many layers hits me in the feels everywhere every like the fights are cool the clones are cool yes Anakin are interesting fascinating are cool Anakin and Padme are like more believable love thing in this they're fine yeah like Arthur Dito's in this movie sure from Star Wars okay like who's he yeah don't see him oh my god they both went to Mystifar they were both like on Mystifar yeah they were weren't they they were like alright Anakin fucking choked Padme Arthur's like bro I'm with you it's okay he's with Anakin he's like fuck Anakin's like had a bit of an issue. I gotta go. I gotta fucking oh, go. I gotta go. leave, man. I gotta leave. Like, nice. When did sure. Anakin notice he was like gone? That's my thing. Anakin mm-hmm. had Archie for so long, and then Archie just disappeared at one point. He's like in the suit, like oh, like fuck. I miss R two D two. Never. He was like, I don't care about him anymore. Oh fuck, fuck R two D two. All my homies hate R two D two. I actually hated that droid every time I see him. Fuck. I hate robots now completely. Yeah. It's just Battle Heroes. Great song. Like, I do think it's better than Duel of Fates. Yeah, Duel yeah. of Fates hits because it was the iconic first time. Battle Heroes is weighted. It's mired in the emotion of the old one. And it's fight. got things going on. It's layered. And it jumps back to like, the, the Palpatine Yoda fight, which is great. Very good. Big agree. You've made me really think about how General Grievous was just there and was amazing. Was just like about with his arms and that. Holy shit, there's a cool cyborg Jedi killer. Just like stealing your lightsaber when he kills you. And it's a great fight. But he's definitely dying. Man's coughing. Man's dead. <laughs> no. He dies of being shot by a gun. <laughs> so uncivilised. So uncivilised. There's maybe a bit of a kitsch to it. I think I'm trying to avoid being completely rose-tinted. But like, there's maybe a bit of like a kitsch to it. Maybe I just... How does he mean? I think it's... I don't know. I'm trying to basically give myself a gap so I don't just allow myself to be completely nostalgic. It was perfect. Nah, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> oh, he was like, no, it's perfect. It's literally the best movie. It's still perfect, but it's, it's fucking great. It's definitely up there. I think it's one of his top three favourites. I have a movie from every trilogy in my top three. This is probably like number two or number three. Mm, it's probably three. Might be two. Yeah. That's fascinating to me because I, I don't know what your number one is then. Oh, we don't know. Bro, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. It's actually uh, nine. Because <laughs> 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 it's the end, and I'm like, oh, why this to be over? I was gonna joke and say it was still a Star Wars story, but like that movie. Oh, is, I didn't even work out that. Oh, that movie's actually great, so. That's good, yeah. Damn. Sandor. Oh, sorry, it's Rogue One. Sorry. Fuck it, it should be Andor. Andor, like. It's not. Surprise, like, you get to my top one movie. Now, by the way, there's actually a position above top one. Yeah. There's zero, which is like above one, and that's Andor. There you go. I would put up Andor as like. My favourite movie is number one and then there's like Andor and then like Fair. maybe like Revenge of the Sith or my other favourite movie in the top three. Okay. Like yeah, I don't like, I want to put like a gap but mm. yeah, I just think everything is great. All the emotions hit now with the, the context of like all of the movies and the Clone Wars. Right. Like everything's just so cool and interesting. Like Fair. Anakin and Doku have been fighting forever and now have this final fight when Anakin finally like kills him because he's like all that baggage Boom. but also like the way he's getting egged on, how he's feeling. Yeah. Just like the this the, the the depth of the Clone Wars, and you know what? Maybe maybe there's the thing. Oh, Episode Three is good on its own, right? But it's so good because of the Clone Wars. Yes, everything's made much better by mm. it. It's inclusion, yeah, in the canon. I'll give it the credit in the grand scale, but I'll maybe just say like, you know, okay, fair enough. On its own, it's not as good if it didn't have the Clone Wars with it. But fair, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really good on its own. Yeah, fucking like tiny baby kid, like fucking, I must have been like. How young would we have been? 2006, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been nine. 
like nine ten year old Ewan and Graham, yeah. especially nine ten year old Ewan sitting yeah. in his room just letting the movie run, just like end on. Let's go. My like, eyes are bleeding and I don't care. Literally know all the lines of the movie. Like I fucking love it. I think it's incredibly <laughs> good. I, I think the two movies that I have above it, if it was number three in my top three, I think it's respect for like the craft. Damn. I think in the long run, while all the CGI is cool, it's still a very lot of CGI. Right. Like they used quite a lot of CGI, especially when they didn't always need to. Okay. And I just personally don't much care for that in the face of how good we know practical effects can look. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like the movie's bad. I think when you're picking hairs, that's the hair I'm going to pick about this one. Fair. Like, fair. The first, my favourite movie is like hits every fucking beat for me mm-hmm. in terms of story, audio, visual, all of that. Yeah. Whereas this one's like, it's really cool and great in a lot of ways, but you mm-hmm. know, like ultimately, the actors themselves and like, were just sort of stood on green screens for like hours on end. Yeah. Just fighting like green screen monsters and that. Mm-hmm. Which I like in the con- like the complete product's great, but let's I-, I just have to put that in there. That's the wedge. Right. That's like yeah, I said it perfectly. It's this the hair I'm going to split mm. because then I need to split a hair between this and the others. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay. Okay. Ending on episode three. Yes. Uh, just it's pog. I, I really like. I I think the whole narrative is really great. Captures everything it needs to capture. That whole yes. The, the the emotional weight of it. The transmission. The transition from like one to the other. Every character sort of has a great way of going about it. Like, they end up where we end up as well, like, going into episode four. Right. Like, okay, Obi-Wan's now a, a, a bit upset, a bit jaded, a bit... He's fucked up about his lost. Mm-hmm. It's look after Luke. Leia's going to, like, become Leia from the movies and on Alderaan, and, like, Leia yes. grows a senator. I'm sure somewhere in Star Wars episode three, a young Han Solo exists. Somewhere. Maybe as a baby. Possibly. The, the Millennium Falcon's in three. Is like, it? It's like, you can see it in the... Well, okay, you can see a YT-1300. Like right. Doc at the temple. Possibly the Millennium Falcon. Oh man, dude, the Millennium Falcon for Star Wars. Makes sense. John Williams kicks off the music again. The visuals are all great. This one just... You know it's good. It's really endemic of like that, like 2000... It, episode 3 feels like a representative of that period of time, at least in my life. Like the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, maybe, I guess. Because I, they're like CGI all the time? Yeah, well not just CGI time, just more like, like the representative of that culture. Right. There's something about... Blade. The, what? <laughs> Blade. Blade, <laughs> oh dude, Blade, dude, Blade, Pog, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's something about them that feels like it just everything about it, like all the, the, the like what in the naughty. But I think in 2006, I think of like watching fucking Revenge of the Sith, right? Like playing, like building fucking like Lego in my like family's conservatory, right? You know I mean, I remember like Mega Blocks and fucking like busted on the radio, bro, and like you remember 2006. Because of Revenge of the Sith, Damn, man, it really nothing. is such a cultural stamp for me. I don't remember last year. I don't remember last last hour. Damn. I yeah. We just talked about Star Wars, apparently. I don't know. My brain's, my brain's a fog. It's a mess uh, up here. Yeah, it's sort of <laughs> does hard to exist sometimes, I think. But I kind of get what you're saying, yeah. It's like a representative of the time period. It's so fundamental to my upbringing and my like personality growth. Yes. Maybe that's why we're so favourable. Yeah, I think you know we are not. It's not like we pretended there like, wasn't those tinted goggles. Are those kids out here that like nine so much? Well, do um, they exist? Uh, they uh, probably do exist, and we need to crush them. I've got something frightening for you. I know I don't like episode nine. JK. Well, that's a different thing altogether. That's a problem. The, the kids who like episode <laughs> nine, sure they were probably like, oh man, I liked the bit where like they fought. Cool. I mean, people like episode me nine. and seen episode three, like actually. <laughs> Dude, me watching like, General Grievous. <laughs> Let's go. I get like adults watching it and being like, oh man, this like emotional resonance and I'm like, absolutely not. Uh, no, not like it. Nope. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Cool. But we're not done yet. 
the biggest other thing in the prequels, and obviously we mentioned, is the best thing they've ever done. Oof. Oof. Oh. Oof. Ah. Oh. oh. He it's said, and not I said the Clone Wars. He just like said that, and the weight of it just threw me back. Damn. He thinks it's a hot take. It's the it's the, the TV movie, but also in cinema. So a cinema movie. Oh yeah, I should I should specify when I say the best thing, I mean the movie. Are you in the movie? The movie's the best thing I've ever done. Rot of the Hut? Yeah, definitely. Little CGI fucking hut baby. Hundred percent. So <laughs> the Clone Wars, <laughs> the Clone Wars movie, and then into the Clone Wars show. Yes. Yeah, as we said, it's it's a really great show because it, it brilliantly fleshes out the whole situation. Yes. The wartime. Literally takes every character and just shows you what they were up to, mm. how they reached their conclusions, the, the ongoing experience and what that did to them. Yes. Um, it's great for the galaxy. Mm. You know, it takes you to different planets and tells you, like, what are they doing? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? Yep. They're all dealing with, like, some level of political upheaval. They're either on the separate sides or they're trying to be, like, in the Republic. Or they're, like, somewhere in the middle just tagging along. There's planets like Mandalore and there's, like, a, um, there's a couple of other planets that, like, you know, we just don't really want any part of it. Aye. And, and then, like, like, like there's, why there's, and there's one great arc with Ahsoka where she goes to a planet, it's, like, a tree planet or something, and they're, like, we just don't want to get involved. And she's, like, but you need to pick a side. Like, you need to be involved somewhere. And they're, like, we just don't want to get involved in your politics at all. It's, I think it's with Sakura. Is it, Ayla? Oh. It's, like, there's, it's, like, grassy. Yes, it's, it's the teenies. Is yes, many people? Yeah, so, yeah, that's like literally like season two or three. Yeah. Uh, and they're literally like, no, fuck you, fuck the Republic, we're not getting yeah. into fights. And, and so like, they just cannot understand it. The Septas are literally coming to get you. Yeah. And they do eventually have to pick a side because what's good about the Clone Wars is, is it's like, it doesn't say being neutral is bad, but it's kind of like if you defiantly refuse to mm. pick a side, yeah. you're siding with the enemy. Mm. Because and you nice. will just, like the droids show up and stamp all these motherfuckers mm. and like, fuck, we do need to fight back. We do yeah. need to like, get the help in that. Uh, and it's great. It's It's got a lot of messages. It's got a lot of like, politics has got a lot of great politics mm. and really it's really healthy in terms of like what it teaches people mm. you know it's watching these characters experience these lessons and then looking and going yeah like pick and in a time of conflict siding with no sides is siding with the enemy possibly even if you're going to be neutral like mandalore you're mm. starting to help the good guys mm. i don't know if i want to jump in like because i could talk about quite a lot we are not long after finishing our rewatch yes you're you're fresher than me i'm fresher than you we started watching it at I, I think it wasn't at Celebration it was when we get back from Celebration mm. because I've been to Star Wars Celebration I don't know I've said that in the podcast actually yep. I went, me and my partner went to London 2023 probably one of the best things I've ever done in my entire life I miss it every day I just don't miss it I, just miss, I miss it every day I, I wake up and I'm day. just like oh god I'm not going to Celebration I'm not being in that room with all those people that love the same stuff as me damn it was just so great and yeah my partner was like I think I'm going to watch Clone Wars and I was like oh. <laughs> you, have, you have begun like. oh there's that bit from Malcolm in the Middle where like <laughs> it's like Brian crashes at the dinner table they turn sideways and they're back in black and he's like son you understand that what you're asking is like a great undertaking I mean it's uh, literally that uh, and she was like I don't know she like all I, I don't know if we were big on I think it was maybe Clone Wars and Rebels at the start yeah the point is yeah we started then we finished it recently on on a grand scale Clone Wars I think it looks good mm-hmm. it doesn't always look great especially I think, the the, I think that's only the early bits I will say I don't particularly like a lot of the models right I think I can accept them because they're just in my head. I'm like, that's the Clone Wars model, right? I don't like how everyone's weirdly like angular and jutted, and okay. Yoda looks weird to me, but like right. in an acceptable way. Again, that's what I'm saying. See okay. now at the end, I've got over it because it's just the Clone Wars to me, right? But there's a lot of like character models, especially like some of the background models. I remember when I was watching one of the Mandalore arcs, and like some of the Mandalorian civilians have just got these fucking weird like angular faces. But then the problem is Rebels goes too hard in the soft direction. Yeah. So there's a couple of weird, like, gummy soft faces in mm. that one. 
So I don't think that they need to find the balance there. There's Although somewhere in the middle. It gets better. Yes. Definitely. And, you know, as I say, some of the things that say, we like, maybe some of the cat aren't great. The mm. actual, like, the fucking combat and, like, the, the fighting, yeah. the clones versus droids, there's a lot of great scenes of fighting Again, in this. cutting edge animation. Cutting edge animation. George Lucas and, of course, Built a whole ass studio for this, didn't they? You're pretty sure. I, I, either built the studio or he was like Shanghai the studio and he was like no this is what we're going on now uh, you're doing I'm this now it. it's the big thing about the behind the scenes of Clone Wars that we all know obviously is this was uh, George Lucas was grabbed his new best friend his Padwan recently off the success of Avatar The Last Airbender mm-hmm. uh, was Dave Filoni Dave Filoni and you know I can maybe say some things about Dave Filoni in the modern era but back then Dave Filoni was like both learning from George and then deploying that and the mm. one thing that I think even now can be said about Dave Filoni is he is, Padawan is right, he has learned He's the, guy. the essence of Star Wars yes. from George Lucas directly. Mm. And he, he knows a lot about what to say and a lot about what to do. And mm. Clone Wars is really great for it. Yes. My biggest thing that makes me not put Clone Wars as high is, for example, Rebels. I'm, I think Rebels is better than Clone Wars. I'm not telling you that, I'm just saying oh. that's my opinion. Damn. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think that the Clone Wars is too much of an anthology. Right. I prefer a, I prefer a bit more of a, a longer linear na- a longer overarching narrative. Okay. Like Rebels has a lot of individual set pieces with an overarching narrative. Clone Wars is like for example, let's we forgot to point out that Clone Wars is completely not in order whatsoever. No, no, yeah. If the, you were to watch it in seasons you might be it's completely a bit confused lost. or things like, happen in one season that like just didn't happen before. Yeah. So you I would recommend to watch it with the suggested chronological yeah, watching order. Watch it in the chronological rewatch. And it was great because, yes. yeah, there's pretty much no issues, I think, with it. The only mm. one that's weird is, honestly, actually in season seven. Right. Which is, like, Soka goes... Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just put it in order. Well, the, I think the problem's more, like, the, how they kept it linking. I don't know if there was a smarter way to put it in order. Right. Soka goes to Bo-Katan at the end of her arc. Yep. And it's like, right, you'd think Mandalore would be next, but then, technically, chronologically, you go back to Bad Batch. Yeah. But it's because we know that Anakin had to be away from Coruscant and in the Outer Rim sieges. Yes. Or, like, sorry, the Outer Rim sieges are an event. Mm-hmm. that's basically the end of the, the Clone Wars yeah. and also like what's happening in the, the Revenge of the Sith mm. so we knew Anakin had to be away in the Outer Sieges because that's Revenge of the Sith time yeah so like that's when that's happening yeah so then you had to have the whole Bad Batch and then Anakin be like right now I can engage with the Siege of Mandalore so I, I get it why they did it. Mm. it there's there's it's just the whole thing being out of order is just strange especially there's like uh, the um the, the fucking the, the major mall arc where he comes back and he's like walking about and like like you, you're supposed to watch the episode where Maul goes and like gets shouted at Hondo, right? Before the episode where Hondo gets attacked by Grievous, but that takes place before the Maul arc. So you see Hondo get messaged by Maul, and the whole thing's fucking wrecked. You know what the fuck happened here? Mm. And then like a bunch of episodes later, oh shit! Okay, Hondo was attacked by Grievous. That's why five episodes ago this happened. Right. So yeah, I I don't really particularly care for that, and as a result, like there's recurring narratives. But there's not an overarching narrative, and right. I kind of prefer that. It feels more streamlined and more interesting that way. I mean, I'm not saying it's inherently bad in Clone Wars. I just mm. prefer it. And Rebels has that, so I like Rebels more. I also like a lot of things more about Rebels, I like the characters of Rebels more. I think, uh, but that again, that's personal preference. It's still like a, a weird and interesting format. It is all just arc after arc. And like, yeah. There's a couple of single episodes, but it's always just like this is the this arc. This is the Ahsoka fucking teaches the people are this is the slavery arc mm, yeah this is the slavery the arc based slavery arc based slavery arc this is like Anakin, Anakin had the chance man he could have just been like you know Padme you know I want to wear a collar and be I want to wear a collar and fuck this cat lady yeah he had the chance who definitely wanted to fuck Anakin definitely uh, Ahsoka and Rex Ahsoka and Rex 
that's something that needs to be mentioned. That's but the, the clones are like peak in the in the Clone Wars. You would guess, and you they would, are uh, actually peak. But then that was the thing. Like George and Dave were like, the, the Clone Wars is about the clones, and it is because they're awesome. And I think it was a really great move to do what they did with the clones. Mm. And the movies, like they're obviously like, interesting the two, and they're like they're just there. And see, they're like, yeah, the clones are like kind of cool, and like that's what's called Cody, and he's actually but, friendly with everyone. one. Just kind of there, yeah. Something there, yeah. So they establish like, no, you know, they are they're humans, they're people, mm. they're clones, but they develop their personalities, yeah. And we can mine that for unlimited opportunities, like this clone has been through this, and he experiences this, yeah. and he's a clone like to this, and like their own mortality. And, and this one deserted lives a family. This one deserted lives a family. There's a whole like do the clones like the clones are the clones really that different for the droids because they were both made for battle but Damn. the clones can think for themselves and the big one's Captain Rex who I think is so fucking cool. Shady Captain he's Rex. He's so cool. He has his two guns and he's like a really great. And the five o first. The five o first are just cool because they're Anakin's. Yes. So the introduction of Ahsoka is like fascinating to me. Like explain. Well, just the idea of like Your by feelings. the way, see between the two movies, Anakin had a full fucking ass apprentice and she's great. And she is great. She has such, like, a pronounced character. She has a pronounced character growth in this. Mm-hmm. The rest of them develop naturally. Yeah. Because, you know, they're going to by episode three and they do go through things. That, yeah. Isn't that? But the show's more about Ahsoka. Especially Obi-Wan. Especially Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan has, like, a lot of, like, moments in this like, stuff with the team and that. Anakin just continues to see, like, the Jedi not being amazing and the war not being great and Palpatine being right. foreshadowed his fall. Like, there's a lot of that. Ahsoka's the one who has concrete, like, character growth and like yeah. goes from being like a snot kid mm. upstart snips to like you, snips. you don't really realize they don't really fucking ever say snips even in the back half of uh, Clone Wars that's because she's grew out it she's not she's, just seen, she's seen this business now she's like all business and she's like learning and she's growing a lot of people have talked recently about Ahsoka learned with like every Jedi she's like got um, Obi-Wan and Anakin all the base cool ones I Plo Koon was big on her Yoda was big on her she has arcs with like Ayla and like Luminara and fucking like that like old guy with like the, oh, the walking stick yeah based fucking like she's like learned from a lot of people and that's exactly. why she's so indicative of like what cultured, a Jedi can mate. be cultured so that's one of the most, the most fascinating things that you could call over I think is that growth watching Ahsoka mm. yeah. grow up watching what that means for Anakin mm. and the whole Ahsoka thing her growth to be a great Jedi and then of course she leaves the order because, after being because we can't have her on three we, we know she's, she's gone somewhere but then also, like, how does that affect Anakin? The idea of Breaks another him, thing that put Breaks Anakin him. in a bad place is actually great for me. I love yeah. that. That's another thing. It's like, oh, Anakin because it's like this. It's like showing the the like failings of the council. The failings of the council, absolutely. Like, in a very personal way. To there's him. so many great arcs in this that are just the council sort of shit. The Ahsoka arc is one of the best ones. The Ahsoka bombing arc. Mm. the council just being dogmatic and super principled and super like nah nah we're just like fucking yeah. for the rules and shit and I mean like all the way through Anakin's like very unique teaching he's not like we're gonna follow this doctrine this is how we should learn the Jedi ways it's like this is how I do it mm-hmm. it's much better I am all so this is how I'm gonna teach you to do it and that's like great to see for their relationship it's great yeah. to see Anakin as like this competent out there Jedi mm-hmm. to really hammer home that oh, he's like the big one Yeah, he's like the top notch I like there's a lot of like background arcs for just like elaborating on certain things. There's the conspiracy arc where we like they establish how six six happened. They they saw they, it solidified they it the guy the chip. Yes. Did you know about how in Legends it wasn't a chip? It was a willing thing. In Legends, the clones were it was the opposite. The clones actually hated the Jedi. Right. I think I think it's kind of like oh you guys like treat us as disposable weapons. Right. So we're not just like six six. It was like yeah fuck those Jedi like we want rid Damn. of them. But this one was like, no, they were all friends and they were all cool and it was a chip and it was mm. a calculated, methodical plan by Palpatine. Yeah. 
which I think is cool. I think Clone Wars is really great for Dooku. I think Dooku's like a big villain. Dooku's in it so much. Him, Grievous. Him and Grievous and Palpatine are all villains. over it, but Dooku is in it a lot more than I even thought he was. Dooku's his only apprentice. He, oh, he's got the whole thing with Sasage. Sasage is another great character. Big Ventress. Like, super evil, and then just has, like, the hard left, like, oh, do you know what? The fucking Sith don't like me. That's shit. Yeah. And then going to, like, a fucking I have nowhere to go. I, I like, like My it. My witch friends don't like me either. <laughs> She's the Night Sister. The whole Night Sister stuff. They're, they're, they're crazy. Then, of course, they're turning it. Bro, Savage Opress. Savage Opress, who is, like, that's uh, mental that a character like that exists in modern Savage media. Savage Opress. Like, oh, who, this evil guy, what's his name? Savage Opress. Savage Opress. So awesome. Fucking angry murder kill. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But then, because uh, uh, we just watched those arcs, it's actually kind of great. And the whole thing with Savage, like, yeah, man, being like, you know, I need, uh, I need to grow up because it's my doing. Like, oh, my brother doing that. My brother, he's a little bitch. <laughs> His brother's a little bitch because yeah, Darth Maul comes back. Darth Maul comes back with spider legs. That's like, well, that was the reveal at the time. Mm. Back then, that was like, oh my god, Darth Maul's back. He's alive, and he survived being cut in half. Let's go. Qui Gon can't get stabbed. Everyone gets stabbed now. I, I will say I love I love the whole the, the recurring thing that they do in Star Wars where they let a dark side live a bit longer yeah. under the proxy of they were just so fucking angry about it. Darth so Maul mad. was like I survived because I was so fucking pissed about so Kenobi. So mad about it bro. Even, like, even in Obi-Wan like the the, the, the guy in Quasar gets killed and it's like well that's weird he was alive in Rebels and it's like no he did survive he was so fucking pissed about He's it. so upset. He's like damn I can't believe you beat me bro. I love that. I'm like no I'm fucking peeved bro. I'm annoyed. And the, me and Rebecca talked about this. When Darth Maul comes in, the whole thing levels up. Yeah. it's uh, You hit that, then you hit, like, Bounty Hunters. It's just, like, new levels. What do you mean about the like, Bounty Hunters one? Just, like, how are the Bounty Hunters? Oh, they get involved. Well, yeah, you start seeing, like, like there's the whole... Uh, Sarge joins up Boba Fett and, like, Dengar's there. Mm. The fucking Bosk's there. And they're just, like, heisting shit. I love all that. I love, like, seeing... The more characters they chuck in that aren't even that related. The it's, Chad Cad Bane. Cad Bane was also Clone Wars shit. Cad Bane's like a great character that we're going to just make our own bounty hunter he's going to be like the coolest one we love Hondo Hondo that rapscallion favourite Star Wars characters we just watched the episode of him a Rebels episode of him I love Hondo I love his the growth I love his like man's shift. at the park man's at the park ah he's that like thingy Gareth's Edge oh my god he is yeah he's at the because he's, like, he's chatted he's like a he's real he's real Hondo you real. can see Hondo oh my god and he's like, hey, my friends, my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, lo- I, I love that. I love yeah. that Hondo's like, because he, he's like such a dick at the start. Yeah, he's a total villain. A total villain, and he just gets <laughs> better and better through his like relations with like the, the good guys, uh, which even carries through in the Rebels. And he's not perfect, even in, like with Gatha Job and Rebels, which is the episode we watch, where he's mm. like, Ezra's like, oh, well, we should trust him. I love him. And then he's like, well, no, I'm still going to like shit on you and kind of like focus on the treasure. Yeah. And it's like, he he's never really got fully good. And that can That's be funny. Pirate mate. But it can also be like, no, but you know what? That's still not great. You shouldn't trust people who are like untrustworthy and like it's true. And they make a good point of it while still keeping it light and funny. And they do that in Clone Wars. Hondo's like, yeah, he has like his good and his bad. And then yeah, you just start hitting bang arc after bang arc towards the end. Yeah. You have Umbara, just like really cool like the like visuals with the Crichton and the clones fighting each other. And then Pong Krell being like, Yep, the clones are that fucked. Fucking douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, but like a great douchebag. That's true. You have like you know they have like the the like slavery arc. The fives, is the fives, it's good. The conspiracy mad. arc has yeah, the fives yep, the arc. Yeah. Stuff. The That's Yoda, like Yoda being inside the force Yoda or something. Like weird. Like become a ghost. 
like seas of the future. So that's a wild one. Ah, it's wild. Like, at the time, it was the final episodes, and it was like, like you the fucking experiences, like the fucking you the seas that we just take well. Oh man, the, the last scene of the clone back then was you going, man, you know what? I think we made a mistake. Yep. <laughs> like back then, it was like, that's it. The Clone Wars is over. Bro, did we build a bomb that destroyed the world? Yeah. Oh my like, god, see what it was. Literally, oh, someone should cut that scene of you and the fucking Oppenheimer's go up. Oh my god. Amazing. So Clone Wars obviously was cancelled and the Fallout... What's say the Fallout? So basically, Disney, I believe the story is... Acquired they, it. They acquired Star Wars and they wanted to basically pull everything back under their control and mm-hmm. Fox were like, no, we're doing Clone Wars. Yes. So they basically, I think they like had to cancel it yeah so they could basically just hoover it all back up which was shit Clone had a lot more to say and a lot more stuff that I think would have been really cool to see in here they got a book based on a cancelled arc The Dark Disciple which mm. was uh, a stage Ventress and uh, Quinlan Voss Quinlan Voss very cool character I like that the Clone Wars really took time with a lot of like random not like new characters but like here's yeah. like Quinlan Voss it for a couple episodes like, yeah Kiarimundi Luminara mm. like Ela Secura Plo Koon's and Plokun's like a lot. Plokun's in it a lot. He's great. Him and, him and Ahsoka are like together. That's like bros. such a good thing. The whole yeah. like relation with them. Kit Fisto's amazing in it. Kit Fisto's wild man. I really love Kit Fisto. And then they have um, a comic called uh, Darth Maul's Son of Dathomir. Right. Which was based on an arc that would have explained how Maul... Because at the end of the last Maul arc before season 7 he gets captured by Sidious. Man, Sidious yeah. showed up. Fucking by the way, like that. So that's another great. That's like I can take you, bro. That's well. That's the arc where like he invades Mandalore and kills Satine. Yep. That's the lawless. The lawless is the last episode of that, and that's probably one of the best episodes of the whole show. Yeah. Uh, kills Satine. So sad. So moving. Obi Wan's great, bro. Then Palpatine shows up, and he's oh, like, "I've got you." Oh my god, I love you, mate. It's good to see you. Yeah. You're a rival. Boom. Fucking yeah. They think they can fight each other. He doesn't know shit. This is fucking. Darth Maul's getting schooled, bro. Who gets fucking schooled? Savage oppressed. Dead. Darth Sidious dual lightsaber, by the way. Darth Sidious gets his second lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, Darth Sidious had two lightsabers. And he's like, yeah, he always had two. He just lost one. Guys, just insane, man. There was supposed to be, there was a comic book based on the arc where he like escapes the prison and uh, sort of like regroups with his Mandalorian mm. and it explains like his relationship with like Darth Maul. It's so Darth Sidious and Count Dooku. That's a fascinating arc. Yeah, because in season seven, man's right there. Man's just there, he's just back. Just back, mate. It's but it's because they they treat it as as if it happened. That's something mm. that's great with Clone Wars. Yeah. They treat all these things that we didn't see as if they happened. Because they did. Like, there's a couple of references to the Siege of Mandalore mm. and Rebels before, like, Season 7 came out. Mm. And it's like, oh, they just, in the book, and the book Ahsoka, which is set right after Clone Wars, right. it all just acts as if it happened, which is great. It did, man. And it's more good that they then would obviously go on to get the chance to tell it. Yes. They were like, I actually recently watched the announcement. Aye. The 10th anniversary oh, panel. Man. The energy is amazing. And like, what is, like, peak fiction the season yeah not only, yeah. to not only be like we're coming back from another season by the way it's a fucking it's incredible season they put out two animatics right well, technically eight animatics it was two arcs that weren't okay. finished the original Bad Batch arc mm-hmm. and then uh, I won a bit Utapau right Kyber Crystals which was like teased the Death Star a wee bit right and they were like well we can just finish Bad Batch because yep. we've like got that and it's cool done uh, I don't know they might have even been planning to do the show at this point right uh, then they were like, we're going to do deliver on two concepts that we've talked about. Yes. Uh, one of them being like an Ahsoka on her own, like living with civilians arc, where it's, it fleshes out the criminal syndicates. Mm. Really good for Ahsoka's mindscape. It's really great to have Ahsoka be faced with like the Jedi aren't great. Here's the civilians. They don't like the war. They don't like the Jedi. She's just like making her way. She's just making her way through it. And it's a really great touchstone for Ahsoka's growth to mm. like post being out of the order. Yep. 
like now I like know who I am and I'm really good some friends. Helpful, but I'm not like a Jedi TM. Yeah. Which has friends now, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the the Siege of Mandor, which just watch it as a movie. Yeah. Like just sit down and just watch it. We we did it like we got all four eps. They literally they present it like the original look at some of so good. And then they've got the titles in the red. Just part one. <sighs> I would like to see a complete cut. I'd like to see like an Oh yeah, cut. a super cut would be wild. I've seen a super cut and it's that in three. Yeah, I, which I've is seen one. Insane. I, I need to watch it because yeah, they've cut it all together. People are not even cutting the premiere at Bad Batch, which is also the premiere of Bad Batch. Right. It's just amazing. I fucking love that. Fusion Mandalore captures what's great about three, but Aye. in a very polished way in a clone wars way in a very clone wars way yeah it's great fantastic action oh my god excellent like character stuff it's like some of the best lightsabers it's not, oh, like, yeah, I, yeah, a lot of lightsaber fights were like good in clone wars but mm. them going out of the way like no 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 that's like trying to climb battle we're gonna like fucking yeah. we're gonna like break our eyes animating this like they literally they, um, they mo-cap ray park and another yeah. person for that. that's like ray park doing darth maul again so it's still Crazy. there doing the fight and it's so cool uh and then to like really get into depth like by the way Order 66 happens. Bro, and it's wild. It's a wild sequence. Ending's insane. The ending of the Clone Wars is insane. Ahsoka and Rex. Ahsoka, like, getting Rex out, having to deduce. That whole thing that, like, validates the Fives arc. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, it was right. That little tick that saved them all. Five was right. Five was right. Damn. We shot him. We shot him. (laughs) We shot our brother. Fuck, we shot Fives. Damn. He's right. Like, and then the whole idea, like, letting Maul out. This is, like, a great example. Like, this one, and... Simultaneous with episode mm. three is amazing yeah, because yeah. of like the way they handle it, like the cues and that. Having Anakin and one show up, and, oh, by the way, like oh we gotta go, the Palpatine's been kidnapped. And it's like yeah. fuck, they're going off to star in episode three. Aye, and then like uh, the bit where Ahsoka is attacking Mandalore and they're like they're they're going down. Mm-hmm. You, it's like the same drums as the start of episode three. Right, you're supposed to be like, oh my god, like this is happening. That's the start of episode three as right now. At the start of episode three, yeah. this is literally like like we're doing it. And then obviously to get to Order 66, that's like one of the things where like, yeah, the Clone Wars has now ended. You're mm. literally seeing the Clone Wars to the ending. With it. As, as ending as it can be and like yeah. watching Order 66 ta- happen and how Ahsoka deals with that. And Ahsoka saving Rex because Rex is like the great and fan yeah. favourite. Rex is the best. It's beautiful season 7 as well. Mm. This is like post all of like Clone Wars, all of Rebels. Mm. These guys are making some fucking animation and they got a Disney money and they're making some beautiful fucking animation. Oh yeah. And it's, it's really greatly scored. Kevin Kiner scores the Clone Wars and Rebels and he's now scoring Ahsoka and um I have some music from fucking the end of the Clone Wars on my soundtrack there's there's like this really like synthy like moment that plays I see in when they reveal so the doors of the vent are open and they reveal they're on a crash course with the song's called Crash Course Moon mm. and it's the reveal and it's like there's this like basic like like man dramatic song Damn. and then there's the uh the ending mm. called Burying the Dead it's like that montage that's one of my favourite scenes in all of Star Wars Mm. the silently like just the music the piano music playing while Rex and Ahsoka like fight for their lives well no no it's after that when they're on the planet and they, they bury all the clones and put all right, the helmets up right, yeah. and it's like a funeral for the Clone Wars yeah like the, Jesse being there and him being the one with like the Republic cog on his head is like oh right yeah the Republic is dead yeah man uh, it's like heavy handed imagery but it's such like powerful stuff in the face of like all seven seasons of the Clone Wars mm. uh, and then like Cut two. The first time I watched that, and it hard cuts to like the Empire. I'm like, Vader. oh my fucking there god! And like seeing like Vader, it's there, him, and like him picking up lights. That is like, all like such, I know. That's horrible. Like, oh shit! That's like and the, he looks up and sees the convoy and like the just the subtle music strings, and then that's just it. It's over. And it's like, fuck. The war's over. 
That is like such a, and it's not a happy ending in the slightest. Mm. It is a miserable ending, as it should be. It perfectly, like la- it lands perfectly. Bro, one, one other changes. Even if you look at the Clone Wars as a whole and you think about the random like Jar Jar Binks and Mace Windu fuck about arc or like R two D two and over uh, like C three fuck about and like this silly thing happens. The whole thing is a mm. perfect. Yeah, realization of all the character and story beats to develop a, a fantastic world like, to really build up all aspects of it, and it bro. it just polishes the fuck out of like the prequels. They it found out, man. Everything great. They really had it. George Lucas. Definitely. Turns out he knew what he was doing. Of course. Dave Filoni. He knew what he was doing. Of course. The movie is a bit naff. These guys. We don't really. That's like the third thing you watch. It's the third thing chronologically. Yeah, Aye, and like you just like just get through it. Isn't it? The animation's the weakest, and Aye, it's, it's all the, that too The first dramatic. two episodes just look better than it. Yeah, do I? So like, so the first episodes do just look better than the movie. And like, it's just like a bit weird. They're just trying to get across a bridge, like the whole movie or something <laughs> like that, right? And <laughs> they, it's some dumb like that. They go. It's like the first like third of the movie's a bridge. I don't know, man. They're trying to stop a they, bomb going off. I don't go know. Up, like, no, what? Is that no right? This that's right. The, the start, first one is like. They're on the they're on Christophsis and they're just yes. trying to fight to get control of it. Aye. Uh, and then they, they have to find Java's baby. Then a so-called runs up. The the main bit with the ATs like walk up the, the side of the, the monastery. Sure. You don't remember. Nope. Ah. <laughs> 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 and then they have to like get back Rota because Jabba the Hutt thinks the Republic killed his kids. But then the Republic's like, oh, we got a kid. Jabba. Dooku tried to kill a kid, so Jabba's yeah. like, oh, we shoot the Dooku. Hate the Duke, the Dooku. You hate the what? The, the Dooku. The du- you hate the Dooku? Yeah. Jabba hates the Dooku. <laughs> I love the Dooku. I Dooku every night. I, I was going to say, I, you, you, you Dooku every I, night? I do the Dooku every night. The Dooku? What does the Dooku look like? Uh, I get a curved sword and then I just like fence him around. <laughs> I love Dooku's like fence. I hide his back like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just imagine you in your room just fencing. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, it just it, it has peaks and bounds, has selling moments. There's a lot of talk about mm. Star Wars animation, how it just gets better as it goes. Definitely, Clone Wars wasn't as bad as Rebels because Rebels was Disney. Mm. Clone Wars was just easier to get into at the start with a bit more sillier art, but like right. it wasn't ever too bad. And some serious stuff happens even in season one. Right. So it's like yeah, it, it gets does, real. It gets real quickly, and it, it continues to just get realer and realer. It does amazing things for the canon, amazing things for the character, and yeah, like CJ Mandler's it's like Peaked. literally near enough perfect I, I like I'd even say it's more close to being actually concretely perfect than like episode 3 and that like when I say episode 3 is like nearly perfect with glasses yeah. no like, CJ Mandler I think is near enough just perfect that is the best thing they've done like, it's, it one, just it's is. one of the best things they've done in all of Star Wars yes because it just hits every beat it needs to it delivers on everything it needs to boom the perfect amount of like easter eggs references cool things to note mm. to like concrete great action long term storytelling yeah if I had to say one solid criticism of the CG Mangler I noticed while I was watching it it's, it's like a funny bit where they go into the sewers they fight they get out of the mm-hmm. sewers and they're like Maul's in another part of the sewers so they go over and they go back into the sewers but it's, it's fine it makes sense because it was like oh yeah obviously Maul's still in the sewers I'm not even complaining I'm just saying I have a criticism to like because I can't say anything's concretely perfect this is close it's close it's there for me. I'm so great that we have Clone Wars in the modern era. I'm so great that they brought it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney, like, they're the ones who cancelled it. Yeah. But, like, it's nice to really know. We'll bring it back and we'll fucking deliver. Yeah. We're going to make sure it hits. Don't worry. It, it definitely, by the end, looking back, it's one of those things like, yeah, do you know what? The prequels were good now. Yeah. 
Even if you don't, don't want it, I always at least liked them somewhat, especially growing up with them. Mm, yeah. But like, you know, you, you really begin to admire what they were saying about how a democracy can slip into fascist dictatorship, you know, mm. the, the consequences of war on people, the, the problem at loss in that, like the, the fight between like too emotional and letting your emotions control you versus like dogmatic pragmatism. Yeah. Like, no, never feel any emotions ever. Like, no, that's also bad because that makes you a bad. Yes. And the movies themselves say a lot, but then how the Clone Wars just fucking fleshes it out as much as humanly possible. Mm. I'm really, really happy about it. I'm really grateful to have, to have experienced it all, all recently and like watched, taken it all in and just like moved through my life. It's like a great thing. The base Clone Wars. And, you know, Star Wars, it's a, it's a big Star Wars win in retrospect. Yes. There's things to criticise, but. At least it, you know the, the complete picture is there, and I'm happy to accept the complete picture, mm. and that's what I hope is the answer about all of Star Wars, even the sequels. By the end of it, right? That's why I want Disney to maybe work a bit more on it, and hopefully we get like a resurgence. Because by the end, you can say what you did and didn't like, right? But the complete narrative picture is great. What maybe. they do is great. Maybe big F. Except episode nine. Maybe, but big F. Somehow they made it great. Episode nine. Somehow they made it great. Yeah, they decanonized it, and then they made another oh, episode nine. Damn. And then it's somehow, somehow we returned again. Somehow, oh my god, somehow Palpatine returned. No, I am. Um, I I do. I have the best intentions for it. I don't know. Look, talking now, I always thought I'd have more negatives to say about the prequels, and I just acknowledge that in general, yeah, sometimes the acting is not as good as it could be. The mm-hmm. visual effects aren't as great, and they're a bit dated now. To be fair, and more likely that they're not always dated. The overreliance on CG is more of an issue than it practical effects. But I guess they pro- they don't feel like problems. They just feel like things I know. Right. To note that like they could be better. Yeah, but I don't think they're an issue. I used to think they were problems. Nah, now I just not. like I don't care. Yeah. I guess that's it. You learn to not care once you find out. Once you look at it all in the grand scheme, and you realize how great it all is and what it says. Yeah. The problems you just don't like care about. They're out now. I can't fucking make George Lucas go back and un CGI the prequels. No. You know what I mean? Would they anyway? No. Yes. George Lucas. It would. Fucking kidding me. That guy ah, would never damn. stop working. It, the guy was making changes to A New Hope up until he was literally giving the cut to Disney. I mean, he just wants to be perfect. Never clean. Never clean. But yeah, I think there's nothing else supremely to talk about the prequels. Obviously, you're, you're not as big as the comics and the books. No. I want to recommend, there's a couple of great, like, the prequels has been dug into quite a lot and extended yes. again the Disney era in like a really healthy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book Brotherhood by Mike Chen is really great. It's about like Anakin and Obi-Wan's early days and them getting to know each other. Vibing. It includes that business on Kato Nemoidia. Uh for episode three where he's like, Oh, we've saved your life this many times. And he's like, No, oh, this many times. That business on Kato Nemoidia doesn't count. Damn. Do you know what's amazing? The book goes out of its way to make it clear why that business doesn't might count. Not count. Damn man. Like I think it's like from Anakin's perspective he was saving Obi-Wan. From Owen's perspective he wasn't. Right. So they can't really agree on it. <sighs> Guys, come on. It's so it's so cool. Uh, I don't think we've not really had any great prequel type games yet haven't we Disney have been light on games that's their biggest weakness I think well not really I don't know Fallen Order and Survivor are great but like there were a lot of fucking Star Wars games back in the day uh, I mean yeah and now it's like the Lego games two really solid story games well I mean your problem is you get EA to do it yes EA's stranglehold on it is maybe the biggest threat because like the, the biggest prequel type games I've had so far are fucking two subpar Battlefront games yeah Uh, which I know a lot of people like Battlefront 2 in the modern era I don't I gave up on it. It's just, there's too many issues with it. I like what it was going for. Aesthetically, those games are fantastic. Right. Absolutely beautiful games. Mm. Sound design, the visual design is on point for Star Wars, but they're just dog shit to play, in my opinion. Right. You know, I'd like, maybe not prequel, prequel, but like, 
High Republic should get even more work done on it. Give us a High Republic game and the Acolyte we'll get should in, be We're getting one from Dave Cage. Yes, but Dave Cage is a fucking asshole. Ah, but we're getting a game. And, uh, so and we'll like probably get another one. Game. Aye, but we'll get another game probably. We've got the comics, we've got the books, we're getting a show. High Republic. Is we, eating. We, we need to get into even we've got phase three like when it comes. Phase how long is that going to be? Don't know. And then that's going to have the Clone Wars effect of like, well, now you know how the Jedi became how they are, so now you get understand even more of the prequels. Yes. Which is fantastic in my head. Hmm. What's, that's what I hope for the sequels. I just a hope... cool villain, you know, we're, we're, we're all in. High Republic is going to get cool stuff. We're going to go so... We're gonna go before High Republic even as well. Yeah, I mean, that's something not mentioned. We do have confirmed three new movies and one of them is that Dawn of the Jedi, which is like the prequel to the prequels to the prequels. Yes. And that's going to be like back in the fucking day. You know. I, I'm, keen to, I'm keen to look at all that. I'm keen to explore sort of stuff. A biblical epic with this guy, but it's very Ben Hur. I'm interested very like you've got me peaked I want to know like I want them to stick with that like deep moving emotional mystical stuff mm. like powerful spiritual stuff like I want you to say pathy things to me because mm-hmm. I like it when you do that I- I'm big on that I'm keen for that yeah they could always go back to the prequels but do you know what's weird to me go on the prequels do feel complete yeah they feel like you could stop making prequels content and it would Aye. be like, you're not missing anything yeah you're not even but even, we only see the movies through the Skywalkers. It's true, aye. So we don't see a lot of all the other stuff. That's, that's going. true. That's why the expanded Star Wars material is good because they do just keep grabbing like what yeah. was this person doing then? And, exactly. Like Clone Wars was good at that, and like some of the, the books and comics as well. Yeah. It's like you know, even with the original trilogies, they're taking their fucking time, but there's still a couple of things where I'm like, oh, I'd like to know that, and then the sequels just has a lot to get filled in. The Clone Wars, I'm like, I know. I think everything that I need to know about each of these characters and the plot, and that's yeah. why I'm also really happy with it because it feels so complete mm. and it has such a, a more di- a, a direct narrative, a direct emotional and thematic storyline. Yeah, it's a complete package. I'm glad it's been redeemed in the more modern years and the people, the eyes of the fandom. Mm. I'm the best and like all that. They get the love and they deserve. We talk about oh, it was really great for like digital filmmaking. It was really great for CGI effects. We all just remember loving it when we were kids. Yeah, that's uh, all you need, I guess. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Yes, I don't need more of it, but I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I don't I it. need more of it, but I'll absolutely take any single thing you give me. Mm. That's the that's what I am with Star Wars now, unless it's like films like that that needs to be filled. Yeah, like I won't ever tell you what I need, but if you can make a thing that's cool and interesting, the new game that Outlaws, like, yeah, I didn't know I wanted that, but if you're like, yeah, it's gonna be like a game where you like or like it's like an old world game where you do like criminal stuff. I'm like, oh cool, great. If that's like interesting enough and does like says enough for me 100% I'll be there for it and I'll be like yeah. thank god for Outlaws cool I didn't know I needed Fallen Order until I got it and like Fallen Order and Survivor are exceptional the gameplay has a lot to be desired in my head but the story content and the visual content that are so incredible right that'll like those will get special mentions when we get to like the, well I don't know I'm not saying we're going to we've already talked enough we'll wrap it up but Fallen Order and Survival, Survivor are almost like prequel in themselves well they're prequels to they're prequel, the sequels anything that's before 4 is a prequel but then I'd say when we're talking about the OT era, you're, that's when we talk about like Solo, uh, Rebels, like the, the Star Wars Jedi games. Because mm. that gap is where a lot happens. I guess yeah. the, we're out of the prequels because we're out of the Clone Wars. Yeah. That has done. The sure. Empire has risen. They are here. The, the, the age of the Empire. The age of the Empire has come. Not the games, the PC games. Darth Vader has come. He age of Empires. Age of Empires. Oh my two? god. Age of Empires 2. Oh, I want to play like some of the Star Wars TTS games. Oofed. I'm gonna play like Galaxy at War and that. That would be cool. Nah, but they're like old. <laughs> old games. But yeah, I think that that does just what it does it for the prequel episode. Yeah, for the prequel episode, we we like them. Yup. 
the best. They feel complete. They're, they're great. And the modern sensibilities. I would always like to know what I would have felt if I'd have watched them as I am now when they came out. What would I, I have I thought of them? Movie. Would I have been more bitchy? Would I have been less bitchy? I don't discredit nostalgia, but it is, you and I both know it's there. But like, there's no problem with having it be there. I'm not. We're not losing anything by saying like episode three was great because it was great when we were kids and I loved it when I was a kid and there's right. great stuff in it. Yeah. Who, as you very beautifully said, who cares? Who cares, bro? Who it cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> we're just enjoying something and that's great. We like it so. Oh, lol. Lol. Hold the L, bro. Hold the hell. We get a dub, so. We stay wearing this piece of fans. <laughs> we gotta get that. Our real hair, Anakin Skywalker hot toys. Oh, damn. That's, I don't know, that's a lot. That's, that's ooh, ooh. Ooh. We got that merch lifestyle. Oh, damn. <laughs> that merch. Uh, the merch kills me. The merch just kills me. There's so much I want to buy. Damn, bro. And the Elskrim. Do you think so? Huh? Question mark? No? Question mark? I think we've hit all the, all the nails on the head. Possibly, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's literally something that we've missed in Star Wars. Nah. We hit all the prequel things. We've we talked about all the stuff. There's other, other stuff we've just been listing off, like miniature cool things and like little things and references and that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the then. We did it. We did it. That was the Star Wars prequel trilogy and, well, the prequel era. It, it was. I hope you enjoyed it. A great time at the movies. I- yeah, I'd say so. A great time uh, in hindsight with all this work they've done to it. It yes. shows the strength of working on stuff, obviously. I'm glad they never gave up on it. I'm glad they're like, oh, even if people didn't like the movies at the time, we're just going to keep making it better. Yeah. So yeah, next time, uh, maybe not the exact next episode, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll shuffle on to the original trilogy. The OT. The OT, which might... Uh, that episode... That'll be the biggest one, I think. I think that might get split in two as well, because, because there's so much to talk about there. You know, we've got Mando, we've got Ahsoka now, we've got Rebels, we've well, got the trilogy no, itself. I wouldn't... I think Rebels and Mando... Sorry, Ahsoka and Mando are the sequels. Because it's, it's the same logic by not talking about Rebels and that than now. It's before the OT, it's like Mando and Damn. Ahsoka's before the sequels, but it's after the fall of the Empire. Okay, so okay. So it's still like sequels to those that era. Okay, maybe that then. Plus, we need to talk about like you <laughs> were talking about Mando and Rebels and Ahsoka and Solo and the Jedi. Games. Well, I mean, you were totally Simply about has to be done, you know. <laughs> Man will strap in and he will not stop. No, we're going all the way. Graham. Yes. Punch it. Punch it. Hyperdrive. Let's go. Let's go, all right, gents and ladies and in between. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Have a good one. <laughs> Scenes as a fan created podcast. We have no affiliation with any of the brand studios or properties mentioned. All views are our own. Produced and edited by my partner, Rebecca. Music is provided by Epidemic Sound. And the cover artwork was commissioned by Rhiannon and Cargo on Twitter or Instagram. Chopper, <laughs> I'm dead in Miami! Like, Bex is ready to kill you.